Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for Commander Cody. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Star Wars 3 or 6, Revenge of the Sith. Episode 3, the sixth movie. It's the easiest way to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you just get it all out of the way at the beginning, mm-hmm. then you're not, you can move along. Then you see, because when you started, I was going to ask the question, but then you answered my question. Then you further expounded and answered my second question I was going to ask. Yeah. So now we're all on the same page. Exactly. This is the third movie. Yeah. How did it go? I feel it's been so strange not to watch these with you. These last couple ones. What uh what even happened? I think um you want are you want me to give you this plot synopsis or what what are you asking me? I'll take whatever you'll give. You know, that's where I'm I'll, at. I'll tell you about the film. Okay, you know, here's what's going on. The Clone Wars begun, have they, or whatever Yoda says, and they're popping off all across the galaxy like you know jedi are slaughtering battle droids in droves it's a massacre a genocide of droids some might say um and then this is so they were like you know it's like all that cool stuff happened now we're coming to the end now we're back into the politics and the scheming (laughs) (laughs) um Anakin's more moody. Obi-Wan's more grumpy. I'm. That's a bold statement you just said right there. Palpatine's older. Sheev. Good old Sheev. And you know. Just because you're president of the Sheev fan club doesn't mean you can just talk about it on our podcast. Okay. In Order 66. You know, really, that's everything in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Let me tell you. <clears throat> I watched this movie. I've got a full two pages, okay? Uh, you know, a front and back. That's about the most I've ever done of notes. I actually have notes. And for <laughs> and for as much as I wrote that I didn't like about this movie, I will say it comes the closest. Of this trilogy, <laughs> this is this one is the closest to like a complete thought, you know, (laughs) where it's like, oh, you, I feel like I could have tweaked this one and made it good. Yeah. And instead I had a couple things that were good about it and a lot of just like, well, we're just doing, we got through it. We got through Anakin's origin story and now we can all just move on with our lives. What about you? You're, are you triggered? I, cause I can't remember. You hate this one, right? No, it's the second one that I hate. Okay. <clears throat> because so much of it is so pointless and dumb, and I hate it. Anyway, this one has some very high highs. Like, it has some of my favorite scenes of any Star Wars movie, even including the new ones. Mm-hmm. But rewatching it now, because this is the first time I think I've watched this. Since we started doing like the podcast and I started like being more critical of movies. Yeah. 
and I'm so mad about <laughs> so mad about this movie. It was yeah. so I understand the anger people had directed at George Lucas with this movie. Mm-hmm. And why he was like, fine, I'll sell to Disney for two billion dollars. Was it two or four billion? Billions of dollars. It's more money than this podcast will ever see. Probably. You don't know. Maybe we'll sell to George Lucas. Maybe we'll we'll enter into some wonderful phase of hyperinflation and we'll not yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll become worth $2 billion. Oh, we yeah. did it. <laughs> I'm richer than George Lucas. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. So conflicted. It's, yeah. I feel like this is the best story that was the most poorly directed Mm. you know what i mean yeah like this one it felt like they were just like whatever you know it's there's no more like can we do that again just i didn't quite like how you said it it's like you said the line we're moving on yeah you know you said the words i don't care if you said them right you said (laughs) the words we're moving on you got them in the right order the order it was written on the page yeah (laughs) now we can carry on so that's what it feels like, which I'll have you know, as I told you right before we start, I watched the deleted scenes, <laughs> which made me think throughout this movie. I thought, is that really the take they went with? And I'll tell you, watching those deleted scenes, they picked the cream of the crop with this movie, <laughs> Cody. They picked the absolute best they got. It's just crazy that this movie is filled with. I'm trying to think of the whole cast. Palpatine, I don't know what else Palpatine is in, but he seems like a renowned actor. Yeah. He's got that vibe about him. We're like, you're probably some sort of Shakespearean actor, dude, people like. I think that's what he is. Oh, um, I got him here. Ewan McGregor's a great actor. He's been in some great indie movies, some popular movies. Natalie Portman has like won her Oscar. And we get this is what we get though, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Fun fact, you talk about the deleted scenes. I learned that the original cut of this movie was four hours. The first hour is the opening scene oh. where, they're, where they're rescuing uh, Chancellor Palpatine. That Imagine that, but an hour. And that accounts for most of the, the four-hour cut. If crazy to think about. Here's the thing. If I'm honest, if you just told me that, I'd be like, I want it. Here's the thing, though. Release the... So cut, much the deleted cut. scenes are... <laughs> scenes from that yeah. and it's not like you'd think where it's like oh it's this great set piece you know or... it's like oh the separatists arriving and attacking and getting him and it's no no it's i think i think that hour is the same amount of space and then several very poorly stitched together random encounters uh-huh. in any, the ship is there any fast force running or any zipping mm-hmm. away from destroyers no but there was oh gosh i wish i had put down specifically what the power was but there was a a several uses uh, uses of force powers that i was like that was just like you can't just do that and be like people know what power this is it's like i'm a huge star wars nerd and i had to look up what you just did Mm -hmm. well what's important is you made it through you made it through the two hours and 20 minutes of the movie and you got through all your deleted scenes. I personally am ready to dive in. Also, yeah, Ian McDermott 
Who's Scottish? Yeah. Plays Palpatine. Okay. He is a renowned theater. Theater. This is the R E actor. Uh-huh. Also has a master's in clinical psychology. Mm. Which I feel like makes him more fitting for the Emperor, right? Yeah. Because that's like the Emperor's whole thing. Interesting. I mean, not to. We got to dive in before I talk about I share my thoughts on that. All right. So, you know. But I'm ready. Hop in, you know, get in. Uh, it's nothing, nothing, no unique. <gasps> Hop on my gecko, my gecko <laughs> lizard horse thing. Yeah. My bird yeah. gecko. Get on here and let's ride. Let's jump across. I love it. Let's jump down into Spoiler Town. All right. This movie starts. Yeah. And they're on a mission to save Chancellor, what's his butt? Palpatine. Somebody says. I, I want to say it's Ian McGregor, but he says there are heroes on. No. It's in the scroll. The introductory scroll says there are heroes on both sides. It's like, what? Yeah. Both I, sides I, of the conflict? There's heroes. First off, it's droids led by General Grievous and Count Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's all the humans fighting with the Jedi. Who were the heroes on the droid side? You tell me right now. It says there are heroes on both sides, and I have no idea why that was included. There's so there's lots is again one of those uh, things where it's like the writers of the TV shows were like, all right, we see your challenge, George. <laughs> we'll make some heroes. So there's some cool stuff, but it's so do they do they no, but that okay, they're what? bad guys. So, I mean, they're not really. So they are bad guys. Yeah. But they're just heroic in their efforts for the bad guys. It's almost like in that scroll. Kind of like Robert E. Lee, where you're like, you're an amazing general. You just picked the wrong side. Yeah. I mean, but it's almost like when he wrote that, that was the intention that it's like, we've got Ulysses S. Grant and Robert E. Lee, like the American Civil War. Both are good guys, but one's a bad person and one's a good person. It just happens that the bad person is the general of the good guys and the good person is the general of the bad guys. Yeah, uh-huh. So it's like they're both heroes, but on the, you know, except then you're just like, all right, here's this. Un- there's a Sith Lord, an undeniably evil half droid and robots. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the show, they're like, look at all these heroes. These enormously evil not heroic at all individuals there's no redeeming quality to anything that the separatists do they're not they cannot be compared to the confederates because mm-hmm. there are at least good people in the confederate states of america there are no good people in the separatists mm-hmm. ulysses s grant was cool because he was like remember that time i won the civil war and everyone's like you're right you should be president and then he was president he's like cool i have a lot of drinking to do and i don't want to make a lot of decisions <laughs> and that was basically his presidency and now he's on the the 50 is he the 50 dollar bill guy yeah good for him he's like put <laughs> he's me like, on the 50 deuces <laughs> he's out it's like he got into office and was just like you know absolutely wasted he was like i should be on money <laughs> like you know <laughs> like it's like becoming president i know he didn't you know he didn't choose to be on the video bill but it's like i can just imagine him in, in the oval office being like all right let me pass this legislation i'm now on money 
what do I do with the next three years and 364 days? So, oh, Grant. Yeah, so anyway, there's heroes on both sides. Good. That's the good news. <laughs> it, it, uh, does, it felt... If that okay, if that scroll feels the most phoned in of yeah. all of the scrolls, all I of just, them. I just, it's like it's. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any reason why that like should be included, because it it blew my mind when I saw it. <laughs> now that it, the more I think about it, the more ridiculous it is. How how would you even search for that scroll? How do you search for scroll? Crawl crawl. Crawl. Screen crawl. crawl, script crawl, scroll yeah. creep. I did the crawl. I'm I'm trying to find where I can see if I, there's somewhere where I can. Here's what we it. need. We need books that are just scrolling titles, you know? Yeah. Like the Star Wars book is just a movie you press play on and it plays Star Wars music and then it scrolls the novel, you know, it, you know like an auto read thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is how long it is. I feel like it's the shortest of any movie. Can I? Can oh, that's I, like the essay I wrote in third grade. Where yeah. I was like, that's three paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, I think that's four sentences, but go ahead. <laughs> Carry can I, on. Can I read it to you? Yep. All right. So it says, War. The Republic is crumbling under attacks by the ruthless, ruthless <laughs> Sith Lord Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides, <laughs> evil is everywhere. <laughs> Wait, there's heroes on both sides and there's evil everywhere? Yeah. So I was so distracted by the heroes on both sides. I didn't see it was immediately followed up by the contradictory statement. Evil is evil everywhere. In a there's evil on both sides. In a stunning move, the fiendish droid leader, General Grievous, has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. Okay, let's sex that for a second here. Like, in a stunning move... <laughs> This character you've never heard of before <laughs> has kidnapped a character that you have heard. By the way, the character you have heard about, he's the senator, or he's the supreme chancellor. It's like, there's two movies explaining <laughs> that. You don't need to introduce who he is. Well, it's kind of like in the other scroll, Count du in the in episode two, Count, there's like, let's throw Count Dooku in here. <laughs> so, as the Separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital, their valuable hostage, two Jedi Knights, lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive chancellor. Okay, and the last part, the only nitpick I have is lead a mission. They were the mission. There's no other backup. There's nothing. Nobody else. There was like three clone fighters with them, maybe. And they died. And they like got distracted immediately. Oh, yeah. They're like, Man. we're gone. So, yeah, that's cool. They make it on the ship. My favorite part of this intro sequence is the R2 murders people. A lot. I mean, they were droids. Yeah. Archie spills oil on him, lights him on fire. I was like, this is great. I love like secret agent R2D2. Let's do it. Like, give him a movie. Why doesn't R2 have a movie? You know, Cars 2. Yeah. Is that, but it's R2D2. You know, where he's like, he has way too many gadgets and should not, you know, that's what I want. Tiffany did like the scene because there's like the part where it's him lighting those two super battle droids on fire. Uh huh. And then it cuts back to Anakin and Obi-Wan. And Anakin's like, no, no loose wire jokes. He's like, he's trying. And then it cuts back to R2 just like, beep, boop, going away from two like burning wrecks. Yeah. And I got Tiffany. She thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that is very funny. 
Oh, man. I don't know what this is in reference to. I said I was about to say that. Who said that? Oh, does Anakin say that? I don't know. Yes. Someone says that. Absolutely. It was worth mentioning. So. Oh, that's what it was. Because even McGregor's like, all right, we got to fight. Obi-Wan's like, hey, we got to fight Count Dooku. Let's go in together this time. You know, let's. And then Anakin's like, I was going to. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> like, all right, you shut up. Anakin. Yeah. You blew this last time. So I think it's fair like, that he reiterate. It's like together. Don't get your other arm chopped off. Oh, my gosh. He's like, yeah. That'd be dumb. Here's the thing. The question I have for you. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a guy who plays uh, Supreme Chancellor Sheev Palpatine. Did he play the Emperor in the original movies? I believe so. Is he the same guy? Because he would have been like in his 30s. That's my understanding because I remember he was like, yeah, I was not expecting George Lucas to ask me to do the part. Because I'm so much older now. And yeah. I was way younger when I played the Emperor. So he's like, I thought for sure they'd go for a younger actor. I Here's the thing. I guarantee you I have learned this fact before. And mm-hmm. I guarantee you it blows my mind every time. Oh, yeah. I always just facts. assume they're like, whenever he's credited in the old ones, I'm like, oh, they went back and digitally put him in or something. Sure. I mean, we've done it before. Because that's like one of his first credits. That's like. He is the emperor, mm-hmm. which is really funny because he's the emperor. So everybody's like, oh, he's so bad. And this movie's so goofy and weird when he's lightsaber fighting. They should have gotten someone different, sinister, like the original emperor. And I know I've learned this because I'm pretty sure I've been like, B, he is the original yeah. emperor. Like oh, He's yeah. the guy. He's always been the emperor. Oh, Even man. in the cartoons, I think he does the voice of the emperor. Mm-hmm. Man. He's so sinister. But he's not very athletic. That's a whole. You guys, a little. That's whoop. a whole ten minutes we have to talk about. Okay, so here's the thing. You go. Obi Wan gets knocked out. Hayden Christensen keeps on fighting. I think he does. He chop off both of Dooku's hands. Yes. He manages to chop off at least one and have both of his hands. So he's, you know, he's got Count Dooku at his mercy. Supreme Chancellor, what's his name? It's Chief. like good old Chief. Hey. Good job, Anakin. Kill that guy. And Anakin's like, it's not the Jedi way. He's got to stand trial. To which Supreme Chancellor says, do it. <laughs> At which it. point Anakin says, good point, and just kills. I was so upset. I was so upset because he's so tort, he's conflicted, right? He's like, I shouldn't do it. It's not the right thing to do. He needs to go to trial. And the thing that tips him over <laughs> is Chancellor Palpatine in a different voice saying, do it. <laughs> And that's what is that? That's can I that's t- all it takes for you to commit murder. Oh, I think I have do it. Um, that was it. Here's the thing. What I bet you I have George Lucas's answer and every super fan's answer. Oh, gosh. Is and I hate related it related to the force. Oh, you know it. Did he force his hand? Palpatine. Is the most powerful Sith ever? Yeah, but his his big thing is he could like dominate people's minds. That's like how he was able to become like get the Empire and everything. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sure his thing would have been like, why, why does changing the voice? It's like, well, he used the emperor's voice. He used his like force dominate. See, if that's what you're going to claim, then he needs to have done a hand gesture or there should have been uh, some sort of visual cue, him tilting his head or like a music cue or something. That was the cue because he's got the emperor voice. That's the emperor. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) every time i'll tell you what no matter how bad this movie is no matter how enraged i get i will always be happy it exists just because of the memes that's true this I is mean, the, the cultural top, force it's the top source of memes of i doubt i don't think any other movie has ever spawned as many memes as this movie yeah. That's true. I would say that's true. Um, I don't know. Let's see. We keep on going. They throw in a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, they do. Because they do. They gotta. Uh, oh, Palpatine runs. Yeah. Did you, did you observe that little yeah. gem? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him floating about. Trotting yeah. along. Yes, some muscle. <laughs> Shimmying. <laughs> okay. In, okay. In the first thing I'm going to bring up in the first deleted scene. There's some bad ones. There's some weird ones. There's some interesting choices. There's a deleted scene that's a more extended. Like they're in like the hangar bay, I think, while the ship's turning. And they're shimmying along some pi- some pipes. Mm-hmm. And Palpatine falls. And he's like holding on to a pipe. Yeah. There's two of the most powerful Jedi Knights who have ever existed. Yeah. Rescuing him. He has fallen. He's dangling from a pipe. Mm-hmm. How are they going to rectify the situation? The right? Please tell me to use the force. No. Okay. What do they do? They shimmy back to him and Anakin sticks out his foot so that Palpatine can grab onto it to pull himself up. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you disappointed are. Disappointed George Lucas. I read the trivia somewhere that Steven Spielberg helped him put together some of the set pieces, so that also disappoints me. It really makes you question those two and their decisions in general, if I'm honest. Uh, Spielberg. So they do the mission. Yeah. They manage to save him. And here's, here's one of the strengths of this movie, I would say. Because... They land back on whatever Coruscant. Is that where the, you know, the Senate meets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they crash the half of the ship. <laughs> and this is, this is what I think this movie does well. Because in the last two movies, Anakin has been absolutely insufferable. Yeah. And you talk about him being insufferable in this movie, which is true for many scenes. But there's like a 20-minute period where Anakin's, you're like, oh, he's grown. He's like a pretty good dude now. Because Obi-Wan's like, all right, I'm going to go report to the council whatever and he's like oh but don't you you know you got to come you help save the chance he's like no it was all you they need to hear to cheer on and anakin's like thanks man we're bros we're so cool i was like oh look he's grown up a little bit yeah and then i mean i didn't like that they were just padme shows up and they're just hugging in the open i'm like this this is not a secret still right we we can all agree that this is not secretive which is fine but she's like oh i'm pregnant and he's like worried about it but he's still really supportive he's like no, this baby is a blessing. It's a miracle. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever. You're like, oh, he's being like a good husband. This is yeah. great. He's grown up. 
And that changes throughout the movie where like it, but there are moments in this movie where I'm like, oh, this is the Anakin we should have seen in the last movie. So we could have seen the fall or had more sympathy for him. You know, like I was like, oh, I saw flashes of the Anakin that it should have been. Where it's like, oh, we're really rooting for Anakin. Yeah. I say I think he's he's less whiny, but more moody. That's what I meant by it. Yeah. Yeah. More moody. Well, more brooding. He more, gets uh-huh. he gets worse as the movie goes. What I'm saying is during the first third of this movie, there's those periods you're like, oh, yeah, that's Anakin. That's what he should have been or could be. And then he weren't. Yeah. Which, again, it's what the shows kind of do, which I do like. There's that one line. There are like moments of good storytelling and like seeding. OK, this is why. Anakin has spent so much time with Chancellor Palpatine because Mm -hmm. he is like he's the poster boy of the army of the Republic like he's the he's the Patrick Mahomes yeah he's the young powerful Jedi that they're like look this is what the Jedi are and this is what you know the Republic is this is him he's the face of the of the good fight he's the captain Steve Rogers the Captain America yeah you know so in that kind of he's the Joan of Arc you know of the whatever yeah so being that kind of position hold on i can do one more give it to me <laughs> one more is <laughs> it charlie sheen uh the young charlie sheen not you know not charlie sheen today but charlie sheen in platoon all right did yeah. i do it yeah you did it. i almost you did it. it though you nailed it <laughs> but that would explain why he spent so much time with the chancellor and why like they've why they've grown so close that would have been nice to see. <laughs> it would have been great. It's a real Dumbledore Grindelwald situation, probably. Probably. <laughs> have you seen Fantastic Beasts? Oh yeah. Okay. I've only seen like an hour and a half of one of them. So they do a blood pact. <sighs> okay. This is gonna come out wrong. I won't even say it. <laughs> like a gay one? Like his I mean, yeah. is gay. Yeah, with Grindelwald. Is that canon? Yeah. Okay. So they're that's what they did this thing. Is so it they related to them being other. gay or yeah. is it? It's they're like, hey, we're, we're gay together. <laughs> Don't you ever say it to your wife? We're straight together. <laughs> oh, and we're doing our weekly blood pack? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. Let's do this. That let's let's sense. put our blood in this little vial thing so that we can't hurt each other. But they fight later. I know that from the books. Here's the thing. This is what happened. They're like, we want him to be the villain for multiple movies. But Dumbledore beats him. And he can beat him. Blood pact. All right, now, we have, now we've solved that problem. Now how do we solve this problem? That's for the next movie. That's probably never happening. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. Why'd they give him the blonde? They, why do they always go to like 10 with Johnny Depp looks where it's like, all right, you got one through 10. How extreme should we go? So we'd be in kind of balanced in the middle, somewhat realistic, somewhat fantastic. Like, no, we got to go over the top. I think here's what I think it is. First off, I blame Tim Burton and I need to explain myself on that one. Yeah. Number two, I think Johnny Depp is too handsome to be playing the villain all the time. And yeah. then they put him in these villain situations. They're like, all right, we got to do something to make him 
look different because he looks too good. Here's what I think. I think they call him up and they say, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, we need you on set. 8 a.m. on mm-hmm. Thursday. And he says, all right. Okay. He's not British. <laughs> but he say, says it with an accent. Then he shows up. And whatever he's wearing, that's the character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Johnny Depp is the kind of British where it's like, if you're enough of a thespian and eccentric enough, you kind of just become British. Like if you're an artist, if you're too artisanal, then you kind of just become British, right? Am I wrong? I, that's kind of like the joke of 30 Rock. Yeah. Jenna Maroney. She has like some Br- British inflection. She's from Florida. There's no reason at all. But I just love hearing him talk because sometimes, you know, like he'll have his little, like have his like legs crossed and his hand on his legs and be like, mm. Yeah, and then you know he kind of talks like this, and then other interviews he's like, "Yeah, I don't know, it's fine." It <laughs> goes from like this, like, "Yeah, I'm like top tier, quadruple S tier actor." To I don't know, I'm just some guy that is in movies. Yeah, and it's like the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back oh, to Johnny. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars is famous for wipes. It's one of the only blockbuster movies you'll ever see with a wipe in it. Wipe transition. You love it. I want them to do a star wipe. I saw. <laughs> they they might as well have. Did you notice the window pane wipe in this one? You know, window pane, the square, the, all the yeah. squares. There's a window pane wipe where it's like there's a bunch of squares that close in. And I chose like, the app. They're getting bold. <laughs> Normally it's like left, right, right, left. It's about as crazy as they get. <laughs> but uh, no, they did a window pane wipe in this one. And I was, it was amazing. Look. George Lucas had phoned it in hard. Contractually, you have to do one stupid wipe in every Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> like at one point, we're like, we just have to do it to do it. Bite the bullet, pick a scene, roll a die, just you know, pick a time where we're gonna do it. So anyway, window pane wipe—that's fun. Yeah. Okay, Natalie Portman, <clears throat> who plays Senator Amidala, is like. This baby is bad because, look, the queen's not going to let me stay in Senate. So tell me this. Is the queen some sort of sexist that doesn't allow maternity leave? I think it's more because she... Okay. Back to the second movie for a second. I think, one, it almost feels like there's some rule against her also having any kind of relationship. That it's not just him, but it's also like she's not supposed to. Right. But also, I think it's more that it might also be more like if we're found out and they're like, the father's a Jedi, you're fired. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, that would make the most sense of anything, right? Where it's just like, I can't be entangled with someone who's not allowed to have a wife. I can't have a babe with someone who's not allowed to have a wife. That makes a conflict because we're the supposed to be the peacekeepers and the, you know, the right fist of the, (laughs) of the Republic. Anyway. Yeah. So this is what I don't like about George Lucas' politics stuff. He's like, let's just imagine a world where the politics are exactly the same, but we'll make it a little bit worse and all the names will be swapped. Senators are queens and queens are actually senators and they're elected and you have a term limit, but you don't and you can't get married, but you do. And anyway, she's not the queen anymore, man. She's a senator senator appointed by the queen. So anyway. I think a system politics either needs to be a lot different or just, just the same, you know? Yeah. 
Bale is the king of Alderaan, though, but also the senator. Senator Amidala is going to become the Bill Clinton of Naboo, you know, with this scandal. Yeah. This political scandal. So Bill Clinton's going to die Hayden in childbirth. Here, no, Hayden, uh, Hayden Christensen is the only is the Monica Lewinsky <laughs> of the Republic. That's what I have learned. Making Obi-Wan Kenobi the Hillary Clinton of the Republic. No, don't think so about it too hard. Don't think about it too hard. There's a love triangle somewhere. So who's right? Sheev? Who else is going to um, Chief of Staff. Who's the chief of... Who's Bill Clinton's chief of staff? I don't even remember who Bill Clinton's vice president was, man. Cheney? Al Gore? Uh, Al Gore? There we go. He invented the... Year. I almost said Cheney. It's Cheney. <laughs> yeah. All right. Alternate timeline of the universe. New timeline. Bill Clinton... Still president in the 90s, but Dick Cheney is his vice president. Furthermore, Al Gore is George Bush's vice president. Can you imagine what a better world we would live in? No. Hayden Christensen is Monica Lewinsky. That's what I've gathered from our conversation. And who's Al Gore? Uh, Chief. Mace Windu. Yeah. Mace Windu's Al Gore. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. That's better. All right. So what can I since yeah. you're talking about this, I feel like there's less chemistry between Anakin and Padme in this film than there was in the last one. And there was yeah. not much in the last. Oh, one. here's why. Because in the last one, it was exciting because it was wrong. That's the only reason they're <laughs> together is yeah. because uh, they got hormones and they're not allowed to have anyone. And so it's so wrong. It feels right. Yeah. Now, in this one, you know, you got the shotgun wedding. You know, the fooling around is fun. A year after a shotgun wedding, who's having fun still? It's like you were you had a bad foundation for your relationship. Yeah. Now let's fast forward. And of course it's not gonna be good. Yeah. They're As built we, on tr- relationship. Let me tell you something about relationships. Tell me about it. They're built on trust. Yeah. Mutual understanding, shared goals. Yeah. They don't have shared goals. There's no trust because they're in a dishonest relationship. They can't be true to what they are aspiring to be. Yeah. As we all know, if you meet a girl and then like two weeks later ask her to marry you and get married, it's never going to last. Never. <laughs> Only an idiot. <laughs> oh. We have fun. We I like think it was 10 fun. days before I asked Tiffany to marry me. I mean, 10 days after we started dating, though, Cody, come on. It was two and a half weeks after we met. There you go. That's plenty of time. Or three. I don't know. That's all the time you need. I also didn't do anything fancy for proposing, which I kind of regret, but I also don't. I mean, you have each other. Yeah. Hidden Christensen. <clears throat> Tell me about What's it. What's his name? Anakin's having nightmares. Yeah. That he's going to lose Padme, just like he had nightmares about his mom in the previous movie. So he's like, no, I can't do it again. So he goes to Yoda and he's like, I'm having nightmares. I'm going to lose someone close. You know, I'm going to lose somebody. Someone's going to die. And Yoda's like, oh, someone close to you. Well, they're having a conversation. Yeah. Yoda is very wise. He's <laughs> like, look, fear of loss is a path to the dark side. He spells it out at the very beginning. He says, this is bad. 
And I actually really like... Okay, let me back up a sec. There are three different Yodas. There is prequel Yoda, there is original trilogy Yoda, and there's the sequels Yoda. These are very different characters. Yeah. Original trilogy Yoda is kooky, but kind of wise, and he's crazy, <laughs> and we love him for it. Yeah. Prequel is like not even kind of the same dude. Um, and I don't know if like, I don't know. He's, he's fine. What, he's, he's more political. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. The Jedi Council bureaucrat stuff sucks. It's him before he does 40 years worth of mushrooms. Yeah. On a, <laughs> on a anyway, small planet. My point is, I think the best part of Yoda shown through in this movie, in that scene, because he's like, look, fear of loss leads to the dark side. You have to be careful. And look, if someone dies, that's just their body returning. You know, the midichlorians are just taking that body back to be part of the force again. You know, like, oh, that's a, a beautiful way to think about it. You yeah. know, someone dies, they pass, they become part of it. It's the circle of life speech. Okay. Yoda is the Mufasa of the Star Wars universe. Okay. So Anakin is the Simba and the Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> he is Simba. He is Monica Lewinsky. So that Anakin also becomes Scar by the end of the movie. He does get a scar over his eye. So there you go. Anakin is both Scar and Simba and Monica all in one. Yeah. So which the analogy works at the very end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's anyway, it's a beautiful sentiment (laughs) that Yoda shares. And Anakin's basically like bag that no one can die ever. (laughs) Anakin. Yeah. That is the opposite of how the world works. People die. Yeah. So anyway, it just bummed me out because all the listening he does to Senator Chancellor Palpatine. What's his name? Yeah, Palpatine. Sheev is his first name. But Whatever. Nobody knows that. Just the only I, I read it in trivia and then it, it reminds me and then I nail it home. Really go for George it. George Lucas is like, what's his name? What's his name? Palpatine. Palpatine. Steve Palpatine. Steve. That's stupid. <laughs> Steve. Sheev. <laughs> Yeah, which is not said, to my knowledge, it's not said once. All right. So anyway, (laughs) I just bum that like Yoda's dropping this like truth nugget (laughs) on Anakin and Anakin's like, well, that could never work (laughs) and carries on. Okay. No, is it? But is that the Jedi's fault? Everything's a Jedi's fault. Now we're getting into the philosophical discussions of trying to explain George Lucas's lack of writing skills. Mm-hmm. That it's the Jedi's fault for saying you can't have attachment. You can't feel grief. So then none of the Jedi learn how to freaking deal with grief. Mm. Yeah. So then they go crazy and they're like, why'd you go crazy? Oh, speaking of why he went crazy. Here's okay. Here's the thing about that. And this is where Yoda may have been very wise in that scene, but the Jedi Council's stupid later on. Yeah. <clears throat> Palpatine is like, okay, I have a great idea. I want Anakin on the council. I need my right hand man. I need my Steve Rogers. I need my Monica Lewinsky on the council. Yeah. Right? He deserves to be. He's the best. He's the he's the man. Uh, and the council's like, you can be on the council. Well, it's just so funny because Senator Palpatine is like, 
Anakin, I'm going to put you on the Jedi Council. Anakin's like, I'm going to be a master? <laughs> like, nope. He didn't say that. He doesn't have the authority to say that. He's yeah. not a Jedi. He does not control who's on the Jedi Council. Anakin, you're an idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? And he's like, no one can. I know two things. No one can ever die. I'm now a Jedi master because a senator said so. <laughs> or, you know, our chancellor told me that. And you're like, no. Supreme chancellor. No one ever told you you're master. You assume that yourself. You show up at the council and they're like, yeah, you're on the council. You're on a Jedi master. And he's like, what? This is an outrage. I'm 20 years old. <laughs> I should be. That's the other thing. They point out like, oh, yeah. No one your age has ever been on the council. I just like, dude. And even Obi-Wan's like, look, have patience. Give it some time. We're in the middle of this crazy war. You'll get there. You're doing great. You're better than me. Just give it some time. Yeah. Once again, Anakin's like, no, nah, that sucks. <laughs> I am a Jedi master. Chancellor Palpatine told me that. Yeah. Which, by the way, he didn't. You know? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. Here's the thing, though. What? I think to, as he said. No one's ever been on the council and not been a master. It's outrageous. Mm -hmm. It's unfair. Mm -hmm. He's gonna we gonna cry. <laughs> you gonna cry about it? You know, uh, <laughs> Tiffany said Tiffany started sending me a lot of memes while we were watching it, and one of them was uh, the connected Wi-Fi connected without internet, and it's like this is outrageous. It's not fair. How can you be connected? <laughs> Would not have internet. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So here's the point. Wait, no, no, no. That wasn't the point. That wasn't the point of my thing. I just thought it was funny. So I'm pretty sure up till there, the Obi-Wan, I think, was Obi-Wan not much older than Anakin. Might have been the youngest Jedi Master ever on the council. Mm -hmm. Qui-Gon Jinn wasn't even on the Jedi Council because he, every time they're like, Hey, don't go do that thing. And he's like, got it. Then he went and did the thing. That was his deal. That was his mojo, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And then he was, he was like the. Yeah. Nick Cheney? <laughs> be like to go to your thing. It'd be like Bill Clinton going to Monica Winsky and being like, you're my Stop. you're my right hand. You're my right hand man. You're the Captain America. You're the poster boy. <laughs> I need you to go be the joy, a part of the Joint Chiefs. And she's like, and then she said, I'm a four-star general now. And then the generals are like, no. <laughs> we doing Desert Storm Part 3? I'm in. Let's go. All right. Yeah. So here's the thing. Jedi Council is stupid because they're like, look, I know Palpatine sent you here to spy on us. We need you to spy on Palpatine. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. Anyone with half a brain who's seen the movie The Departed knows that Leonardo DiCaprio will go crazy when you ask him to be a double agent. Have you not seen Judas and the Black Messiah? Have you not seen The Departed? Have you not seen a third example movie about how there's double agents and they always get caught up in the middle and it goes very bad? You're going to take the most powerful young Jedi you've got. I got a third one. Star Wars Episode 3? <laughs> I think those powerful young Jedi you got and be like, look, let's just sandwich you in this impossible position <laughs> between the council that's supposed to be leading the armies and the dude who's gaining more and more political power over everything. Yeah. Also, the guy who's super obviously a Sith. It's okay. Here's the, thing. the Jedi are like, 
I don't know. In the second movie, they're like, the Sith could never happen. I don't know why the dark side's clouding the future, but there could never be a Sith Lord. Now they know there's a Sith Lord because of Count Dooku, and they're all like, well, good thing there isn't a different one, <laughs> like in our midst. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't trust this Palpatine guy, but not a big deal. <laughs> I, he's a little he's a little fishy. Can I read you one of my notes? Here? Tell me. So later, when uh, Mace turns to Yoda, it says, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Who said that? Mace Windu. Yeah. That's what I wrote. Really, Mace? <laughs> You're just not sensing that? What gave it away? Was it the constant reference to a plot to destroy the Jedi by every separatist? Yeah. Or, or was it the Chancellor obviously being a Sith Lord? What gave it away? It's just like, I was so... I was so like, what? What kind of statement is that? And especially ones like the shows, which... George Lucas wrote on the beginning of those shows and stuff. Oh, very involved in. Mm -hmm. It's all part of his story. It's all supposedly what was locked inside his mind. Every time they confront a freaking general or one of Dooku's 5,000 apprentices. They're like, the Sith will destroy the Jedi. We have a Sith Lord in the Senate or something. And they're like, you're lying. And then they're like. I think there might be a Sith in the Senate. <laughs> really? Is there like maybe one particular person who is more powerful than everyone else on the Senate? Maybe. He's been hoarding power yeah. this whole time and fear mongering. Maybe somebody Does that person exists. Yeah. Maybe yeah, somebody maybe, who, right? uh, you know, every time, like right before, maybe right before the separatist attack is like, hold on, I got to go use the bathroom real quick. Mm -hmm. And then you heard a, like real sinister sounding voices coming from yeah. the bathroom and then oh, you yeah. came out and then the separatists attacked right or you're like we're gonna move all of our troops to this system and then he's like hold on i gotta go take a call and then he comes back and they're like we just received word that the separatists have moved their army to the system we were gonna move our army to yeah Mason, Mason knows a thing or two right <laughs> he's up on it he's got, he got a purple lightsaber no one else has that that's what you don't understand yeah so, oh, that's the other thing. We're talking about Anakin. Anakin goes to the council and is like, this is outrageous. This is upsetting. I can't believe I'm not a Jedi master. And they're like, we never made you one. But my thing, my problem with Anakin is things don't go his way a little bit and he throws a tantrum in the worst possible place. Like, that would be like your boss being like, look, I'm not giving you a promotion yet. And you like throwing a glass of water in their face. You're like, this is the opposite of what you want to do to get the promotion you want, Anakin. Like, you can't just be like, you think I'm too immature to be on the council? I'm gonna throw a tantrum on the council to show you how mature and deserving I am. Yeah, but he's smarter than them and more powerful than them. Yeah. So it's like if you went, it's like you, you're, if you, you know, if anybody really was smarter than their boss, which we all know, nobody, that's ridiculous. It's not possible. It's not. Or right. else you'd be their boss. Exactly. That's how the universe should work. Mm -hmm. Everyone takes an IQ test when they join the company. They sort the employees <clears throat> from smartest to dumbest, top to bottom, and that's the hierarchy. That's how it goes. Yeah. Now let's pivot away for literally 30 seconds. Because <laughs> we're going to get back on Anakin in a second. Yoda is like, he says something about like, oh... I've got good relationships over on Kashyyyk. Let me roll up. I'll roll up over to Kashyyyk. No worries. 
Did you get the vibe that he's got like a baby mama there? The way he said it, I was like, you know what? Yoda's got some sort of connections there. Like, I think he's I think he got a baby mama. Yes or no? Yes or no? Search no. Your, hold on, hold on. Let me do my favorite quote from this movie. Search your feelings. Search them. Search them. You know it's true. Search yeah. your feelings. You know it's true. Yeah. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. Back to Anakin. <laughs> okay. So Palpatine is like, look, they're just jealous of you. It's fine. What bothers me the most, Anakin doesn't see that Palpatine is just like, I don't know. There's a polite, there's a polite way to say it. So I just grooming him it. in the not sexual way. Yeah, no, he's being groomed, and it's, Anakin doesn't even see it. Like, this is what bothers me. You talked about what's his name being the Mace? psych major. Oh, <laughs> the actor who plays yeah. Palpatine, and it's just like he lays the simplest of simple traps for Anakin to fall into, and Anakin's like. Yeah, play me like a fiddle. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, he just surrenders himself and is like, oh, whatever you want to do, you're going to very obviously lure. It's the, it's the kind of thing where it's like, look, I can trick a seven-year-old <laughs> into losing the game of hide and seek or whatever. <laughs> like, it's super easy to be like, oh, no, you don't want that. You want to trade me for this because only big boys want this. And he's like, you're right. I do want that. I'm like, sweet. I got the one. You know, I can trick a child <laughs> to get the better flavor popsicle <laughs> like or whatever it is. And that's exactly what he's doing to Anakin. But Anakin is a grown man who thinks he's deserving of the Jedi Council and the master status. Yeah. He doesn't even see it coming a little bit. Even when like Yoda's giving wise advice, when he's having a great powwow with his best friend, brother, mentor, Obi-Wan, he kind of just throws it all away and is like, oh, this dude, this dude is stroking my ego and I like it. You know? That's what I don't get about the whole thing. He's like, he's not even, he's not, hardly wary even at all yeah nobody wants look you don't you don't get something for nothing okay there's no such thing as a free lunch here's the thing i think george lucas approached the dilemma of how do you turn anakin skywalker this paragon of the jedi poster boy of the good guys into darth vader Mm-hmm. How do you make that transition? He did it wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to yeah. say it. I'm going to throw it down. I'm going to throw down that gauntlet. <laughs> so and controversial. I dare Nobody anybody ever, to pick it up. I mean, this is what a I great think. summary of what ha- what the rest of my notes are. <laughs> I think how he should have how he did approach it was Palpatine grooms him to be the you know to do the switch, mm-hmm. and then ends up doing the whole like I'll do whatever. You know, like I will do whatever you ask. Yeah. How he the Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yes. No. Now, now we're back. <laughs> One we of should... my five metaphors is going to land. Okay. <laughs> wherever we are, we have a way to tie it back. Oh yeah. How he should have done it is like maybe do the same. Like have Palpatine, have him trying to push him that way, but have Anakin do some pushback. Like Anakin be like, no, I'm a, which there is a little bit of every so often. But not enough. For, it's very much like Anakin's not a Jedi. It's mostly like he's a, you know, like have it be like when he kills Dooku, have it not, or maybe don't even have him, have Dooku die some other way. Like mm-hmm. something falls, Anakin and Palpatine barely get away, Dooku dies, but then Palpatine sells it like, oh, Anakin killed him. Mm. 
you know, and then in the moment, like have it do the same thing. He tells him the story right when Mace is about to kill him, you know, be like, no, I can help you save the one you love. And then in that moment, do Mace dirty like he does. Mm -hmm. And then have him be like, I have to go to the council and be like, then Palpatine's like, no, you can't go to the council. They'll kill you. And then, yeah. Pal and then Padme will die. Uh -huh. And then that's why he's like, all right, fine. Not like, all right, I killed Mace Windu. I'm evil now. I'll kill Padme for you. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did write a note of like, I'll kill you before I let you <laughs> die in childbirth. <laughs> That's such the energy he has with that, right? Like, I will kill you. Uh, that's it. No, that is that is exactly right. I think because when you think about the logic of it, there are times you're like, oh no, this is he's grooming a look, right? Because if he convinces him to kill Count Dooku, he's like, oh, this is our little secret, which would it does tie you to him, right? Because it's like, look, I know this terrible thing you did, but I also know how great you are, right? Yeah. But it's it's not played up enough, or it's not played the right way, kind of like you pointed out. Um, and I think the same thing goes for that scene where it's like Mace Windu is going to take him in, take Palpatine in for trial, which is ironically the opposite of kind of what happens with Duke, where it's the same thing that happens with Dooku, right? Where yeah. Anakin's like, I should take Dooku in for trial. And Mace Windu's like, we should take in Senator for trial. And Anakin's like, yeah, never mind. I guess he doesn't like trials. I don't know what it is. But it, yeah, it is. There's just, there's not enough hesitant, or there's not, there's no subtlety to it. It's kind of just like, you kind of it's just kind of like the plot needs you to be completely under the thumb of, of chancellor so can you just kind of do that yeah but i think that other way would also feed into the whole thing with vader and palpatine is vader hates palpatine mm -hmm. he hates the emperor yeah. with all of his being right there's like tons of other storylines about all the plots he lays to try to kill the emperor yeah and they just always fail until mm -hmm. the emperor dies yeah and that's it's like that's it. Oh, well, I get, that's a little later. So, um, yeah, I get the thing about Palpatine too is it's just they're what well, they're at like a some sort of a show. Palpatine's yeah. in his like booth, and Anakin goes to talk to him, and he kind of Palpatine waves off his two everyone else in the booth, which is first off that's like a it's like a mob boss move. You don't you know you don't want to hang out with that guy yeah. anyway. So first off, that bubble show. Way more needs to be happening with that. There's like a big bubble in the middle of the arena. Mm -hmm. And there's like some goldfish ballerinas in or something. It was not entertaining in the slightest. I don't know what it is about George Lucas. He's like, all right, we need something going on in the background. Some sort of, I don't know, show. <laughs> like, how about droid football? How about some bubbles with goldfish? <laughs> and you're like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's Can always it just been a dance or, a you know, a play <clears throat> or a, a concert. It, it had to be bubbles yeah he's an aquatic nature i don't know it's always looked to me like like a cirque du soleil type show going on but not good didn't look good i only show like 15 seconds of it i hit the seconds it better look good all right anyway yeah. palpatine just dangles all the bait in front of and he's like man i'm sure glad i know people who know how to save people from death <laughs> and Anakin's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just Palpatine dangles everything. He's just like, man, Anakin, I bet you would probably like to have all the things you've ever wanted, huh? Anyway, I guess maybe I could show you. You know, you're like, okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Which that's another thing that 
in like the universe, there's people that know stuff about the force that aren't Jedi or Sith and stuff. And it's like possible to research that stuff. Yeah. Especially if you're someone like the chancellor who could have access to stuff that like a normal person probably wouldn't. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you've built it up in the movies where it seems like if you're not a Jedi and you know this stuff, you are a Sith. And he's like, yeah, have you ever heard about this Sith legend that the Jedi won't tell you about? And it's like, no, I never heard of that story. Well, tell like, me. Oh, they probably would never tell you that because it's too good of it's a like, story. The thing that here's the thing: the Sith are so hated by the galaxy. This is something that happens in the sequels trilogy. But mm-hmm. when they tried to, the language that the Sith spoke, the race that were the Sith before they were like just a branch of the Jedi mm-hmm. is like hardwired into droids that they know it, but they can't translate it. Like their programming will not allow them to translate like the it. black speech and yeah. Lord of the Rings or whatever, you know, the writing on the ring. Yeah. Like the hobbits are like, I don't know what this is. So it's like the Sith are hated. There's stuff known about it, but they've, pretty much been tried like people tried to wipe them from history yeah so if somebody's just like i know stuff about the sith it's like that's suspicious <laughs> yeah i mean is it not like the equivalent to someone being like that's some cool stuff to show you and it's like a, a chest of like nazi uniforms and stuff You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah do you ever hear the story about the great hero <laughs> adolf, <laughs> adolf hitler adolf the wise <laughs> yeah, yeah it's oh. like oh <laughs> is that um <laughs> I see these like, ah, uh, the story of Darth Plages of the Wise. And then isn't the story that Darth Plages, like, some say he could prevent death. Anyway, he died. Well, what, how does it end? He's like, ironic, he could, he could save the ones he loved, but not himself. Because right? he taught his apprentice everything he knows, and then his apprentice oh, then killed him in his sleep. Yeah, okay, that, that's what it was. And he's like, anyway, this guy knew this ability, he died. Do you want to learn this ability? That, by the way, I do not know. <laughs> that's the other thing is Palpatine's like, bait, bait, bait. I'm not going to pay that off. <laughs> I'm not teaching you anything <clears throat> cool. I'm just going to tell you that I can teach you how to save yeah. Padme. Anyway, Padme died. Darn. Oh, man. <laughs> Too bad I didn't teach you or do anything for you. Yeah, here's the thing. Palpatine's dumb. Because he's like, there's the whole thing with the Siths. Mm-hmm. You got one to have power, one to crave it. Okay. Like a Totino's pizza. Exactly. <clears throat> so the whole thing is you're supposed to wait until you learned as much as you can from the master. Then kill him. Strike him down. And he's like, he's like, all right, I know everything except the most important power. I have no idea how to do that. Uh-huh. It's time to murder you because I'm in charge now. Yeah. I'm the Supreme Chancellor. <clears throat> I got no excuse, except, what's his name, whenever, uh, I don't know. Jar Jar's in this movie, by the way. I just wanted to point that out to you. No. He's in it. There's a Wookiee fight in Kashyyyk, remember that? But more importantly, Jar Jar's in it. No, hold on. This is a real thing. Okay. (laughs) Do you remember the trailer for this movie? Yeah, they made it look like that was going to be much bigger. They were like, an army of Wookiees. And then the movie, it's like. 10 seconds. Yeah. 
Made me so mad. And then they're like, order 66. Now the Wookiees are dead. I'm going to be honest. There's like four four times more Wookiee fighting than I remember. I remember being outraged when I saw the movie. Yeah. It's still pretty short. But here's what did fill me with rage. There's a Tarzan yell. One of the Wookiees does a Tarzan yell when he swings in. Yeah. What is that? No. Here's my theory. No. In one of the deleted scenes, there's like a more extended. No. That. I'm having a weird deja vu. So. In that, when the Wookiees come up from behind the, the big log that they're all hidden behind. You know, and go over it to attack the mm-hmm. things. There's a Tarzan yell. With like some really bad Wookiee yells in the background. Mm. Like a placeholder. Like, okay, the Wookiees do the <laughs> Wookiee yell. I think they never removed the placeholder <laughs> yell. <laughs> That's all it is. I think they're like, all right, just do a Tarzan thing because the dude we have can't do it. Wookie That's thing. a fun little Easter egg for us. <clears throat> a fun little inside joke for us while we wait to finish this scene out. Yeah. And uh, then they just didn't remove it, I think. Because it's all I was, Tarzan. I was saying this is going to be an, an alternate timeline origin story for Tarzan. No. You know what it is, though. Hold up. And the original story for this movie, Han Solo was going to be on Kashyyyk. <gasps> As a boy, it's like, oh, he's an orphan. He's being raised by a Wookiee family. And he was going to, like, find a part or hack something to help them track down Grievous. That was originally in the script for this. And it didn't happen. But we did get a Tarzan yell, and we did get Solo, a Han, a Han Solo, a Star Wars story yeah. 30 Solo years later. Star Wars. Solo, yeah. a Star Wars story. There you go. So that's a little fun fact for you. Yeah. So that happens. Okay. No, go ahead. No, that was, that was fun. That was fun. Thank you. Have you can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Daddy One Kenobi video? I don't think so. It's just like, a TikTok or something, or maybe no, probably a line of a girl saying like, "I'm sorry, Padme, you're gonna go for Anakin when Daddy One Kenobi's oh, yeah. right there." Uh-huh. Yeah, I have seen that. That was just that was my note when oh, back when Padme was like, "Oh, we want to help us." I was like, "Do you think Daddy One Kenobi could help us?" That's what Padme <laughs> meant, and you know it. Oh my goodness. Um. Also, I have a gosh dang George is so bad at showcasing Jedi powers because <laughs> there's like. A thing where a Jedi did it, th- like he's like, uh-huh. he went, uh-huh. like Anakin went, uh-huh. you know, raise the hand slightly, yeah. twitch it, and a thing happened, and I'm like, it looks like the door just opened, <laughs> or like this thing just <laughs> happened. There is no indication that either of them did any Jedi stuff. Oh, yeah, but it was like I know that power. Once again, only time it was used, mm-hmm. only, and it was showcased poorly. It's like. Yeah. Why are you so bad at showing the space wizard's powers? Uh-huh. To this Why? day, I still open grocery store doors like that. I do a little wave. It makes me happy every well, time. Do you do two finger like that? Oh, yeah, I do it like this. Yeah. You know? I love seeing other people do it. It makes yeah. me smile. Yeah. It's uh, Especially when it's like adults. The one little joy I have in life. I like I like doing it and making direct eye contact with a kid and then doing it and then they're like oh, and I'm like yes yeah, I'm a grown man <laughs> uh, and then you look at the kid and you like, have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise that's where you, that's maybe a little too far but that's where I like to go with it yeah really he taught his apprentice who's definitely not me 
that's the other thing too, because later on, Palpatine's like, ah, yes, my mentor may have taught me. And it's like, dude, Anakin, get out of here. What are you doing here still? This is the worst vibe. Okay, hold on, but hold on. Anakin is with Padme, and Padme and Anakin's like, I don't want you to die in childbirth. And then she's like, I'm not going to die in childbirth. (laughs) I was like, this is the worst foreshadowing I've ever seen. it's just yes and they guess in the other movie they kind of foreshadow like oh kenobi's like oh anakin you'll be the death of me he says that and in this movie that means like i'm not gonna die at the end of the movie <laughs> and then she do i was just yeah. like who does this who is out there because i appreciate foreshadowing as much as the next and half the time i don't even catch it but it has to be like at least kind of sort of you're like oh i'm nudging at it instead it's like, she might as well have like looked into the camera broke the fourth wall and been like i die later in the movie <laughs> you know here's, here's my question to you <clears throat> mm-hmm. how much because i still i i contend that had well i don't know if George Lucas had nailed these three movies, if George Lucas was as great as everybody thought he was, mm-hmm. and he had just teed up these three and just knocked them into a touchdown, you know what I mean? Just teed up that ball right into the touchdown score point. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just took out his bat, pointed for the fences, and made the slam dunk. Yeah, exactly. Okay. One. Do you think he still would have sold Star Wars to Disney? No. Or do you think Lucas Arts would or would Lucas Film would be still. a competitor to Disney because of its size and how much I money? I think he would still have it if he. I think it wasn't even about. I don't even know if George Lucas wasn't happy with his movies. I think he was just like, fine, you guys don't like the way I make Star Wars, then whatever. Well, that's the thing is it, it's like purport, like he was just like throw his hands up, whatever. But also it could it could just be like rumors and nobody knows that. And he yeah. could have just been like, I don't want to do movies anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why he sold it. But but point is, so let's say in a world where he knocked him out of the park, he did it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. He still sells it to Disney. He yeah. sold it for two billion. Four billion. We'll go with four billion. I like that number, but how much do you think it would have been worth had he knocked it out of the park? Do you think he degraded the value of Star Wars as a brand because of the prequel trilogy? I mean, the fact that it lived on despite of the prequels makes me want to say no, because they did still live on. Yeah. And they still had the juice in them. I do think, I mean, they made a ton of money. Everyone still saw them as a thing. Yeah. Franchise is still alive because everyone saw it. Like, it's not like it wasn't a it wasn't a John Carter situation where it's like, oh, yeah, no, we did not recoup our funds. You know, like we did not make the profit we needed to. Like, they still made the money. Yeah. And I would say these are these are better than most <clears throat> bad movies. It's more that they're disappointing and they're too. You know. It's like you think about Star Wars as Star Trek, but you think about Star Wars as a step above Star Trek. Star Trek can be campy and weird and dumb and goofy, mm-hmm. but Star Wars was above that. Yeah. 
And this brought it down to that level of like, yeah, the emperor is going to fight with lightsaber and he's going to make weird faces <laughs> and he's going to go as he stabs, you know, <laughs> that's what he's going to do. All right. When it's like, that's a very Star Trek move. <laughs> oh, man. But that's what I've always wondered is like, because the movies, I mean, this what movie, would our universe be like, you know? I mean, this movie made over $850 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And it only cost $113 million to make. I saw facts similar. It's like Star Wars literally has been like... Or which one? It's like most Star Wars movies are like the most successful movies of the year. Like when, oh, yeah. whenever Star Wars has come out, that usually is like the highest grossing film or like a top three movie. Yeah. I forget which one. One of them... Maybe I saw Trivia Summer. It's like, oh, this is like the only one that wasn't number one this year or something. I forget. Uh, I think the second one wasn't number one. Yeah, that year. So the second of the sequels, I mean, Attack the Clones. No, no, the new ones. The oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Ryan, did, did that one come out the same year as Infinity War or something? Yeah, yeah. It got it got beat out by like a Marvel movie. Yeah, right. America, which is still I mean, Disney. <laughs> the perfect scenario is when. Your movie studio has two of the top three. You know, like I think they had three or four of the top. Yeah. Three or four, actually. Um, okay. Well, this, at least for me, brings me up to the General Grievous fight. Bring it. Give it Here's to me. The thing. Classic. Love it. Wonderful. Commander Cody's there. Rides up my day every time I hear. Every time I hear my name in a Star Wars movie, I'm like, this is great. Right. This is a good time for me. What if we had to get rid of one? Commander Cody, bird gecko horse thing. What are you getting rid of? Commander Cody, I'm not selfish, okay? I'm not a monster. Good. That's good. Okay, bird gecko man, bird gecko thing. Here, I have two questions. Uh, number one, where did he get him from? And number two, why is their bond so close? This is the thing about Obi-Wan, especially in these movies. He, This man is everywhere. He's all over the galaxy. He's got best buddies every left and right. I'm like, you cannot... Be maintaining all of these relationships. Was the feather guy on that planet? Did you bring him with you? Why have we never heard of him? What's his name? How are you interlinked so thoroughly? Have you have you hair bond? You know, have you done the bonding ritual of of Avatar movie fame infamy? You know, how did he do it? His name is Chauncey. Well, I don't know. There are others that are being written in the background of him, like introducing uh, okay. himself. So it's like a mount there. Here's what you don't understand. What? In the show, where there's even more of his adventures, uh -huh. and I hope they do this in the Obi Wan movie or show series. Yeah. That's just, he like bonds with animals on every planet. Like every time it's like, oh no, Obi Wan's about to die. It's like, here comes a flying whale thing to save him. Uh -huh. And it's like, what? Where did this come from? Nice. And he's like, hello, old friend. And it's like, <laughs> when did you meet this guy? See, uh, here's the thing, though. There's a, there's like, that's one of the a, a Jedi power you can have that you form bonds, like force bonds with, with things. Like how Harry Potter and the Hippogriff uh, Buckbeak are so close. Yeah. They're buddies. Yeah. It's like in KOTOR 2. Your main character you play as, he does this. But then he does this thing where he becomes a hole in the force 
So his bond is just sucking all the force. And they're like, you're going to if we don't kill you now, you're going to destroy the universe. And then the whole Jedi Council dies and then you finish the game. And the universe is fine, I guess. Hmm. <laughs> they're just like, uh. Roll the credits. Oh, my word. Yeah. They really uh kind of phoned in the end there on that one of like uh-huh. how you fix it because you don't anyway the point is it's jedi power okay now let's talk about the other thing that happens we only you talk about remember let me cast your mind back to phantom menace oh. one does the jump up double kick remember oh yeah and he does it twice yeah you know he does twice in this movie what? two fingers up Point the two fingers forward, point your lightsaber back. Boom. You got a cool two-finger lightsaber point. Point. He does it twice within like a 30-second interval. And I was like, that is a strong, you know, it's like, it's a strong move. I love it. I'm like, you just did that. I don't, it's like when you're in a video game, you hit the taunt button an extra time back. You're like, dang it, I just taunted the person. Oh, whatever. Fighting now. That's what happened. I watched it happen. I loved it. I was like, yeah, yes. You want to turn matrix? The, yeah, come here. Yeah. So anyway, double Can, point, double kicks. What it, he's got to do it twice. Whatever he picked, he does it twice. Perspective. Can I blow your mind for a second? Yeah. I thought that was just a dumb thing he does, and it's like that's not like that. And the fact that like Anakin always holds his lightsaber like way over his head whenever he's about to duel somebody. I'm like, yeah. this is stupid. These are not real because there's like. You know, fighting styles with whether with your fists or with a sword, there's like the rest, like the home position, basically, where it's like that's where you're supposed to return whenever sure, you're like, yeah, those are real, real thing, like real fighting styles that they're modeled after. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that seems very leaving yourself open to attack to have the sword way up here, because then I can just sit there and circle you for like if I circle you for 20 minutes. Your arms are going to get tired. You're going to drop that lightsaber right onto your dome. Then I'm the winner. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the Jedi Master. <laughs> That's my style. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it would have been a better like, movie. Sounds like you really <clears throat> got the lightsaber skills of Mace Windu. You know, you've got knowledge of the, the fighties. So here's the thing. Uh, he fights General Grievous. Loved General Grievous. It was just the right time in my life for General Grievous to be rad. And that, like the anime shorts they do, he has the coolest one. It's so cool. I love watching General Grievous. I love when he does his crawl thingy. When he did his crawl thingy, Bailey was like, no. (laughs) Yes, now you know. He does it so so much in the shows. Are you talking about like the, what's the guy's name? The Russian guy, right? That does that, did the anime movies? Is that what you're talking about? Clone Wars shorts. Yeah, where he did uh, his same guy does J- Samurai Jack. Yeah. Talking about that guy? Yeah. So, can, Tell me. General Grievous in those has the goofiest thing ever, though. Right. So it's it's the one where it's right before like how they get Palpatine up to the ships. Mm-hmm. And so the Jedi come to get Palpatine to take him to his bunker. <laughs> and then they hear, they hear Grievous. 
one of the Jedi getting Palpatine is one of the ones in Grievous's like thing that's like trapped by Grievous. Mm-hmm. So she knows. She's like, I know the sound. That's Grievous on the outside of the building right now. Uh-huh. And they're like, let's go, Palpatine. And he's like, there's nobody coming. See, the sound stopped. We're fine. And then it pans away and then back. And Grievous is just like poked his head down, like, <laughs> staring like, so, and then it's like <laughs> kicks his way in, <laughs> but it's like such a like wily coyote blink, blink, <laughs> looking at him yeah. kind of thing. And I'm like, this is the goofiest thing. And it's grievous and it's really creepy because you know how creepy he looks in those. Yeah. And it's really funny. Also, in that little anime thing, Palpatine is like so obviously the leader of the separatists because he's like, now I want to stay in my in my like unsecure office. Yeah. General Grievous isn't on the outside of the building. The sound stopped. Yeah. And then it's like they show up to save him. He's like, oh. You're alive. And you're here to rescue me. (laughs) Grievous? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, and then that shit is still alive later. And it's like, you should tell somebody Mm -hmm. that he was being real sketch during this. Oh, yeah. Blow the whistle. Be like, hey, I don't think he wanted to be saved. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Obi-Wan fights and Grievous. They go back and forth. They do the whole thing. It's great. Hello there. Hello there. And uh, my favorite thing about the fight is that Obi-Wan kills him with a blaster. And I was like, Obi-Wan has to be like the only dude in the Jedi Council who's like, yeah, no, I just, I've killed. He's not a Sith Lord, right? But he's like right there, you know? Yeah. I've killed a Sith dude in a lightsaber fight with a blaster. I was like, I love that. Good for you. I'll take those kills anyway you can get them. Sith are his speciality. Oh, yeah. Now, Cody, here's what I need you to do. I need you to grow your hair out longer. Mm-hmm. And wear a robe. And, I don't know, do something as Obi-Wan for, for Halloween. All right. I almost said for Christmas. You know what? Screw Halloween. <laughs> do it for Christmas. Obi-Wan. <laughs> just show up to my family Christmas party as Obi Wan. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can borrow my Obi Wan Kenobi lightsaber. <laughs> uh, I think it's perfect. I think that's what you need to do. Oh, uh, so what? The Obi Wan beats Grievous. Good for him. So the war should be over. It's interesting because the Jedi Council's like, all right, Palpatine's a sketchy dude. We gotta go take him because he's getting too much power. We've gotta take emergency power to take Palpatine in, you know, to make sure he surrenders his emergency power. It's like, well, that I don't know how the math of that works out, but sure, go on ahead. Anakin, you stay here. It's like, bruh, you gotta You stay in this dark room you by gotta, yourself. <laughs> you gotta let Anakin in or let him go. Because <laughs> You put him in the middle like this is just a bad idea. You guys are you're bad. Don't you like raise children for a living? <laughs> Shouldn't you know a little better? I guess he because Miss Windu doesn't have a master's degree in psychology um, or whatever. Okay. All right. So now we're, you know, Jedi Council is here and they're like, Palpatine, we're taking you in. And he's like, oh, so it's, you guys are just going to commit treason on me or whatever? Cool. I'm a Sith Lord. So he whips out his lightsaber, and which is, I like the way he whips it out. He's like, you know, like he's like, always had like it. he's always had it up his sleeve, like some sort of magical evil magician. 
And he does the move that no one <laughs> has ever seen coming ever, which is a corkscrew full body dive through the air. I mean, so iconic. It's his move <laughs> in Lego Star Wars. It's the most useful move if you play as the Emperor. Shout out to that move because you can cover some distance with that move. It's just, it's incredible. And the problem with the lightsaber fight, there are many problems. The corkscrew thing is weird. The sounds he makes are terrible. The way he holds his lightsaber is impractical. Like really? he and Anakin share share that they do some very impractical things with their lightsaber stances, which I yeah. guess is just a trait of the Sith. It's, so he, yeah, he's holding with two hands right in front of him. You know, like I don't. What do you hold you, that way? I I don't know. But that's always I, what he holds it at straight out. Like he doesn't hold it up like anyone normally. And he's always poking and sort of he hisses at one point. And I was like, nope, we gotta shut that down right now. What even is that? Here's the thing. Can I let me let me take the reins away from George Lucas again mm-hmm. and tell you how Tyler, the ultimate director of Star Wars. Yeah. They're doing a remake. I want in. I want the director job. I'll do it for twenty-five thousand dollars. Per month, that's much less than any other director, I mm. guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Not plus expenses. I'll cover the expenses. Wow. Don't you're worry. $25,000 a, yeah. a month. All right. You know, we can talk about, you know, we can negotiate the salary later. The point so is. Get a council. Let's get some negotiators in here. This is the negotiator. I'll, this is what I do. Uh-huh. Because Palpatine's thing is not like he's. It's the same thing. They shouldn't have had Yoda fight Dooku. Is a cool enough fight scene. It's a bad idea. Because mm-hmm. Yoda is like tiny, scrawny, and wise. And powerful in the force. Mm-hmm. And then you gave him a toothpick lightsaber and you're like, we're going to have him jump. <laughs> no, George. You smack him. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same with Palpatine. Lightsaber's not his thing. Did he whip out a lightsaber when he was 30? And could probably move like that yeah. to fight Luke. No. Vader fought him. Yeah. So you don't have him fight. You have other people fight and he does like force lightning or something. That's what I was going to say. He could have like force pushed one guy, force lightning the other, done a little bit of dueling, like just some basic dueling with Windu or something. Like it didn't need to be him corkscrewing through the air and hissing at people. Yeah. Or like Those are very strong choices. <laughs> Because you had to have him beat the other Jedi Masters, which made him look like they sucked because he's not fast. And you didn't speed up the footage. So it's him like, yeah, like a Jedi Master who's supposed to be superhumanly fast. Takes it right in the chest and is like, well, I guess I died. I don't know. Yeah. Kid Fisto Fisto blocked two hits dead. The other two got stabbed immediately. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense. Like you said, fourth push, lightning, lightning. Mace Windu, little, oh no. Windu's better with a lightsaber than me. Mm-hmm. And he can, and he's powerful enough to like block and handle my force powers. So I'm boned. Yeah. Age comes in Oh no, who's going to do? Mace gets murked. He's got to get, he's got to die. That's yeah. Not. Or does he? <laughs> Oh. Also, Snoke would be Mace Windu in my remake, just so you know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. How much cooler would it have been if that was Mace Windu? Would have been rad. Oh, yeah. 
It is crazy that Sam Jackson is in Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Um yeah. There's did you notice some bad ADR with the Mace Window conversation too? I know I can't remember who who said what, but there was a part where you're like, what are you who ADR'd this? That was terrible. Looked bad. I wrote down just like the Emperor's so icky. Like, you know, yeah. he is. He just the whole that whole scene, you're just like, you're gross. And not even, you know, he's trying to be menacing, but he's just gross. You're like, mm. also they've made him like you're he's much go. more menacing when he's in a big dark robe and is just being menacing. <laughs> yeah. Also, do you feel like they needed to do the like him getting the force lightning deflected back at him and getting deformed or could he have just put on the robe and become the emperor and if he had just put on the robe and still looked like Ian McDermid yeah and if the question like if you ever looked it up just be like oh yeah his like constant use of the dark side like aged him a ton yeah would you have just accepted that yeah or would you have been like no he has to be deformed by something. Yeah, it was also it's also just hard to watch him being deformed. You're just like, eh, he's icky, you yeah. know? And just also the time is And it doesn't make you pity him at all. You're 20. just like, and that he's trying to play it off too. Because he goes from being this guy's like the master puppeteer, a puppeteer, pulling all the strings to being like, oh, he's killing me. Like, dude, you're shooting lightning. Stop shooting the lightning. <laughs> You know, and um, and Anakin just like he's like, I can, you gotta kill me, you gotta kill him so I can save Padme. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it um, is dumb that he's fire. He's shooting the lightning. It's like you have complete control over. You're the faucet. It's here. not a taste. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Turn it's it just, off, man. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So and. Long story short, Anakin kills Mace Windu. I would have rather there been like use all that duel time for Anakin and Mace Windu. Have them duel and have Anakin beat Mace Windu. Yeah. That would have been better. Yeah, that would have been better. And better use of it. Kills Mace Windu. And then and that is the point too, where he's like, oh, what have I done? Kind of like you talked about, you know, that's how the Emperor Curtin could have been like, you can't do anything about it now. Yeah. I don't know, it's just it's dumb because the Emperor's like, see, they were plotting against me the whole like they're the bad guys. And like Anakin's just like, oh yeah, they are. And like, yeah. well Well, it also could have been like Mace is the one that's like the most like black and white, I will kill you if you're bad. Yeah. So to have him turn to fight and try to kill Anakin and have mm-hmm. Anakin defend himself and kill him in self-defense. Yeah. And then be like, oh my gosh, the Jedi will kill me just for trying to save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah that's so there's point. no turning back now so that's i'm just saying like point. there's so many things they could have done yeah <laughs> so the emperor's like all right sweet jedi council's bad we all got that look at that all right here's what we do i'll help you save padme i just need you to go to the jedi temple and kill all the jedi and it just it drives me crazy that the whole time anakin's like oh you're gonna teach me how to save padme you're gonna teach me how to save padme and he goes from like i will save padme to I will kill all the children to save Padme so fast. You know, it's just like, how did we get from A? a how does point A get us to B in this scenario? Like, why is there a detour of you slaughtering children to get to the Padme thing? Like, that's what I don't understand in yeah. Anakin's brain. Because it seems like Anakin is like, I killed Count Dooku, but that's a, I didn't do the right thing, but that's okay. 
oh, I killed Mace Windu. All right, that was not the right thing, but at least now we can save Padme. And then it's just, yeah. how about we genocide some people? <laughs> by your? It's not even just like, we're going to call in an order, they're going to clear out the temple. It's like, no, you personally need to go <laughs> and kill all the people. And let's keep the cameras on <laughs> like while you do it. You know, yeah. that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, because that also kind of undermines in the later movies when Luke's like, there's still good in him. And it's like, if you had had him... Padme says the same thing in this later. She's like, that's her dying words. There's still good in him. Oh, yeah, which is... Which, by the way, you cannot hear. We had to rewind it literally three times and then finally flick on subtitles. Like, What is she saying? Yeah, I forgot that she still good in him, is what she said. But, like, that's all undermined. That would have been if he had gone in there and, like the little kids would come out and you saw like a tear and see him walk back out of the room or something like that. And then maybe like, as he's walking away, clones go in there and you hear shots. She youngly look, George, you want to kill the babies. That's finally, you want to <laughs> kill babies, have the clones do it. Have Anakin choose and say, I don't need to, I'll kill a Jedi master mm-hmm. or someone who can defend themselves. Yeah. But children, no. They just flipped the switch to like, all right, Anakin has yellow eyes now. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Which is a Sith trait that I'm always like, this seems weird that that's a Sith trait, especially because you don't apply it universally to the Sith. Right. Because like Kylo Ren doesn't have yellow eyes. Of course, you could say, but well, he's not a Sith Lord. And Darth Vader was. And it's like, yeah. That's just because <laughs> there's no reason for that. Kylo Ren did worse stuff. Yeah. The only difference is he just didn't dub him a Sith Lord. You get contacts with the new name, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So they what they order execute order 66. They got to nix all the Jedi. Clones are turning everybody. Obi-Wan makes it. Yoda makes it. Yoda straight up. Hitches a piggyback ride on, on a Wookiee. And I forgot that that happens. Yeah. Cause that was my other favorite thing that happened in this movie. Yeah, I also I like so how, uh, you know, Yoda. They're coming up behind Yoda, like we're gonna get this guy, just like we got all the other dumb Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, basically, like up behind him, <laughs> and he kills him. Obviously, because Obby. seems super obvious. Yeah, um, that they're about to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "All right, now let's get out of here, Wookies." Mm-hmm. Another weird thing is that the, the clones are then just like, oh, also as part of, as like a sub note of Order 66, they said kill all the Wookiees. That seems like a weird thing to also do. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like kill the Jedi and the Wookiees. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why the Wookiees? That is a great question. Like, right, because they had they had to throw Chewbacca in here. So then it's like, oh, Chewbacca, you got to go. I'm going here. My, you know, you're like, okay, yeah. all right. Well, and to all the people out there, I know all these people. They're saying Chewbacca would be a child. Chewbacca would be like seventy in this movie because he's like a hundred in the neck in the mm-hmm. first Star Wars movie. Yeah, I mean, he raised Han Solo. Yeah, probably kind of according to you know the alternate take of this movie that didn't happen yeah um also what well, palpatine is like sweet anakin your name's darth vader now you're now no no not vader you're like all right cool whatever dark father in german <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> um 
Do the Jedi get a copy of that? Don't they? Like, is Ian Mc? Doesn't Obi Wan have like a recording of it? I thought they played a recording <laughs> oh, yeah. of it, and I was like, yeah. "Why do they have that?" Because I understand why they have the recording of them in the Jedi Temple, because that's a Jedi Temple. Yeah, because isn't it like Palpatine's safe. office or yeah. something? Yeah. Why do the Jedi just have that? Because it's and don't a... they play that for Padme? And Padme's like, nah. no, he just says that he saw her, saw him. That's the other thing about this movie is it just like, yeah. That's the other thing is it just there's always people like, no, I saw him do this. And you're like, all right, you want to show the proof of it or like. <laughs> Are we all just because that's the other thing Palpatine does too. He's like, oh, the this is what I saw. The recording is so brutal too because it shows that he has like a kid by the throat and he's like (laughs) fighting three other kids, and it's like, dude, George, (laughs) what is your deal with kids? All right, do you hate children? I've had I've had to try so hard not to tell Bailey anything about these movies because she she likes to just know the ending, know like the major plot points. She doesn't. And I've I've tried really hard to keep it because I want to see I want her to experience it. Yeah. And so she didn't. I think she realized she never saw this movie. And she was upset because she loved like the seeing more of the Anakin Padme stuff and seeing Anakin be a boss. She's a fan of Hayden Christensen in these movies. Mm-hmm. She didn't know anything about the younglings. And so like when he goes in and, and then the is like, what are we going to do? <laughs> the little kid. And he's like, <laughs> he lights up. And he's like, what? I was like, I know. He just yeah. does it. He just kills yeah, no, them it's, all. Uh, oh man. Okay. Furthermore, Padme is moments away from birthing children. Okay, yeah. she's very pregnant. Bailey helped pointed this out. They are not consistent at all with her belly. But there's one point when she's boarding on the ship. They're boarding on one of the Naboo ships. I think they're going to uh, Mustafar. She is not pregnant at all. Yeah. In the wide shot. Oh, yeah. I never noticed that. Bailey yeah, pointed it out. I was like, she, you're right. There's yeah. zero belly. Also, I didn't like that encounter because Obi-Wan stows away on the ship to go confront Anakin. But then, so Padme's having her talk with Anakin. Then Obi-Wan rolls up and Anakin's like, oh, you betrayed me. Obi-Wan's here. And like, Obi-Wan's like, look, she doesn't know I'm here. You know, like, he doesn't do anything. He's just like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I'll just let this play out. I yeah. did not like that at all. Well, he knows that Padme has to die. Okay, that's the other thing. Anakin is like, look, it's going to be all right. I'm going to save you. And she's like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know. I didn't like that Anakin like, made the executive decision. Like, look, we'll rule the galaxy. You and me, just like we've always wanted. <laughs> He's like, I'll overthrow the Emperor. And Anakin... Now you're being a bad husband. You can't just make a decision to become the supreme overlord of the universe by yourself. Okay, that's a decision Look, you make together. They talked about it in a field with the space tick. Cow <laughs> when thing. he was like, I would make people do whatever I want. And she's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> Fast forward a few years. He's like, remember? We talked we about We made the plan. <laughs> this is the this plan. This is what you told me to do. You told me I have to kill babies and then go to Volcano Planet to kill oh, all the bad guys. This is your plan, Padme. Okay, this is the other thing. Padme um, is Plagueis. He gets so mad. He force chokes Padme. Yeah. Bailey saw no problem with it. I was like, see? <laughs> Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, what I'm saying is later, (laughs) Bailey was like, he did not hurt her. (laughs) Because later, you know, they're like, medically, she's fine, but she's dying. You know, I'm like, bruh, Anakin, you did this. (laughs) Like, you, you know, that would be like if I backhanded you 
while you're on, you know, you're in the hospital, I backhand you. And it's like, well, I didn't get in the way of you having the kids. So it's fine. Anyway, yeah. she was medically, fine you're it. fine. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, all right, still not cool to like hurt your spouse at all. So yeah. anyway, he did not hurt her. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. Here's one thing I will say about this movie. So wait, so what I'm getting from this is uh-huh. you can become an abusive husband and Bailey will defend you in court. She'll say there's good in him. Oh, uh, we all know she's supposed to get a hit me, right? We all know. <laughs> it's just like, I did not dynamic is any other way. <laughs> uh, She'll say she never hurt you. Yeah. She just choked you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a lot of flips in this movie. Yeah. A lot of CG flips. They actually all work decently well, honestly. Yeah. As far as like, they don't, normally the physics look really wrong. They actually, considering the CG in some of the, some of these prequel movies, they actually kind of work. Yeah, I, I think. I was a little bit impressed. I almost wonder if because they are the reason that the double jump exists, like the Jedi are the precursor to the double jump. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because they're the template for it, it looks right. Yeah. But yeah like i'll tell you in those deleted scenes you can see what sets are cg and what are practical Mm -hmm. and it blows my mind yeah like that they would do like a complicated spaceship hallway Mm -hmm. completely all practical like the scene Mm -hmm. of them running through the separatist ship up to the yeah elevators all practical that's all real sets Super simple, like council chambers that would just be like a console in the middle and like bleacher seating, basically. Mm-hmm. 100% CG wow. green screen. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I was thinking the same with like the Lord of the Rings thing when I was watching the making of I didn't realize like so much of Lord of the Rings is CG where she's like, oh yeah, no, this little bit here is practical. Everything in the background is CG. It's all CG, but it just, if we blend it in and expand everything out. Yeah, uh, which is nice because then you can do like that Hobbit recut where the person took all three Hobbit movies, recut them. Mm-hmm. It'll let's like guys like that or later when they're doing a remaster of the movie, they uh-huh. can change a lot to that background stuff without messing mm-hmm. with it, you know? Yeah. All this leads up to the final duel. Oh, yeah. Yoda. Who does Yoda take out? Some dudes in red capes or something? Oh, yeah. He just slams them against the wall. Oh, I forget. He does. Uh, I love that. I like that they changed to the Imperial Guard, which I'll tell you, I love in the show. They do it in the movies. It's just they just have the one movie to the next. Yeah. So you don't get it as much in the show. I love how slowly you start to see the the Republic symbol, like with the lightsaber and the wings. Mm hmm disappearing and the empire symbols start to appear on more stuff mm-hmm. like the gear yeah that they have it's just like oh we got this new ship and it's got the empire's logo on it not the like the jedi council logo yeah. and it's like oh that's cool that it's like slowly switching right. from one to the other there was one scene where it's like it's the exact ship that like a new hope starts on where it's like the same the white hallway yeah they had one scene in that in this movie it's like oh i didn't even realize they like they're yeah. like oh this is what's gonna happen next this is where we are next so I, I like you get that a little bit in these ones, like their starfighters have that logo mm-hmm. and everything. So I thought yeah. it was cool. Just the slow change. Um, there's some WWE kicks in this. It's like a what's it called? Draw, it's a running drop oh, kick, you know, <laughs> when they're on the, like the table and he like 
<laughs> it's like they both drop their lightsaber yeah. and they're like, I'll kill you with my bare hands. <laughs> Might as well pull out like a metal folding chair and just like bash it over his head. This is great. This is oh, so good. The reason I said the thing was I liked that the guys who were uh, the the Republic commandos who were like, mm-hmm. they had the blue hat, like Centurion helmets on and the blue yeah. robes. Mm-hmm. And they've switched to the MP, the Imperial Guard to mm-hmm. the red with the spears. I liked that. Yeah. That they'd switch to that. No, that is cool. And then you just destroys them immediately. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is a really long lightsaber fight. It has to be the longest one of the series, right? I think so. The one between Obi-Wan and Anakin. I'm trying to think of one that lasted longer, but I don't. I they won't... go for a minute and they cut away and they come back and they cut away and they come back. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I think it's the longest. I'm trying to remember if it's like the Ray Kylo Ren one. I don't think that one's that long. But like screen time, not like because it's screen time of the fight as a whole, even including, I guess, like when they're not fighting and running away from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this might be the longest or got beat out by one. But yeah, it's longer than most for sure. They're going through. I forgot that at one point they uh, swing from giant ropes and <laughs> clash lightsabers. Remember that? Yeah, like, I forgot that this happened. They do all kinds of stuff. They went all out. They're on the lava fighting. There's some worker dudes still working on the lava river. I was like, bros, there's a meltdown happening. You've got to go. Yeah. I think they were just, they might have just been driving from like, guys, the shift's over, right? Planet's busy exploding or something. I learned that there's a real volcano explosion in there. They took footage of Mount. Etna in Italy. They're yeah. like, oh, that volcano's gonna go up. Let's uh, take that footage, and they put it in the movie. I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, I I just I found that one of my notes that I wanted to read for you. Real Tell quick. me, so this is going quick flashback to uh, when Anakin's telling Mace Windu, oh, I think Palpatine might be the Sith that everybody's looking for. Oh yeah, and then here's so Mace Windu says, how do you know he's a Sith? Anakin, just a hunch. He definitely didn't tell me he was a Sith and asked me to join him to conquer the galaxy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's such a like. How do you know? <laughs> just a feeling, right? That's the other thing is Anakin could have at any time like picked a side, you know, yeah. like he could have chosen to stay with Palpatine the whole time, or he could have chosen to follow the Jedi way. But he put himself in the middle, and as a result, his hand he gets pushed into you know he like falls into being the sith dude you know it's just like yeah we gotta decide beforehand what you're doing and that's my problem with anakin skywalker's the whole time he's like i'm a jedi i'm not gonna follow the rules about not getting married and i'm not gonna take the criticism well i'm not gonna have patience and i'm gonna listen you know it's just i wish he it's just like you know if you really listen to the jedi order you wouldn't be where you're at yeah which I get a part of it is because like he becomes Darth Vader. So you had to. You know, you had to try to make this good boy so that his fall to being Darth Vader would be tragic. You couldn't mm-hmm. just make him a douche the whole time. Yeah. But he, but but he, he has but he to become Darth was Vader. A douche the whole time, you know? Yeah. I mean, with, the, with the exception of something, it's just like, I don't know. You just. How do you do it? You know? Yeah, you had to make the fall tragic, not like, well, I could see that coming. Yeah. 
But I already told you how I'd do it better. And you agree, right? I agree. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay. I'm very confused about Leia. Leia's a princess. Yeah. In the original trilogy. Yeah. She's adopted by a senator. Who I told you is obviously the king of Alderaan as well. But I thought he was a senator from Naboo. No, he's from Alderaan. They were talking. They mentioned something about him being from Naboo. And he's no. with Jar Jar Binks in their booth. What is that? No, he's from Alderaan. Oh. He's a senator from Alderaan. This was a stupid senator slash royalty thing. What They got to figure that out. Okay, so some planets, senator and uh, ruler of some kind are separate. Uh-huh. And some planets say the same. Like uh, like how kings used to rule England, but now they're like, all right, we'll have parliament too. Yeah. All right. So it's like Ryloth, their leader of their people is the senator. So it's some people do it, some people don't. I just it made me very confused when I real when I thought he was with the Naboo people. I was like, if he's the senator of Naboo, so he isn't. I'm convinced that they're like Naboo. Nobody's like, wasn't Alderaan the super pretty peaceful world? And George's like, shoot, (laughs) we can have two, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Like. Yeah, for sure. Lightsaber fight. It's a good one. Um, Anakin dies because he's trying to one up Obi Wan, so that's fun. Yeah, Obi Wan jumps onto the thing, and Anakin's like, "I can jump higher than you." And Obi Wan's like, "Don't do that." And does it and cuts off his limbs. He's like, "So he cut off th- four limbs in one swipe." Well, no, no, he still had his robot arm. He cut off three limbs in one swipe. Yeah, anything more than two it doesn't make any sense. I think if you watch it really slow, he does actually do two, but it's real fast. Like oh, he cuts like, his arm and his legs. Yeah. All right, that's fine. My point is, Cody, mm. did you ever play the PlayStation? Or I guess it's also on Xbox, but we all played on PS2. Did you ever play the PS2 game? Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. No. <gasps> Best I thing played to come a at. ton of Battlefront and a ton of Lego Star Wars, but I never played. This made me Jones in for Battlefront. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, the game, is the best thing to come out of this movie. Uh-huh. It's so good. And if you play the end as you, there's two ways you can play the end. You can play as Obi-Wan, kill Anakin, or you can play as Anakin, kill Obi-Wan. Oh. If you play as Anakin and you win the duel and kill Obi-Wan, it ends with a whole cinematic of like, George Lucas basically, he wrote another thing of like, this is how it would have gone had he won. Where you go back, you murder the Emperor immediately. And then rule the galaxy as Darth Vader. Wow, because the Emperor doesn't have the chance to be like, oh, you're weak, I'll make you Darth, you know, I'll put you in the robot suit and, you know. Yeah. Interesting. He just like, he's like, what's up? (laughs) Dead. All right. Now, I'm in charge. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like, it's cool because the alternate ending to like a huge movie. Also, it's really fun. Because it's like with the lightsaber battles, you're like, (sighs) and it's normal, like heavy attack, light attack, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if you... Like light attack at the same time, the AI, or you can play against another person. So you can play the game co op mm-hmm. and you play as Obi Wan and Anakin side by side. And then the very last level, you fight each other. Wow. And so if you both hit the same attack at the same time, then it like locks your lightsabers and you have to like button mash to, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's a cool game. See, 
that's the other thing about Star Wars. You talked about it not being as successful if the movies were better, but it spawned so many books and so many like good video games that it, you know, between the toys and the video games and the movies, like it is such a big thing. Cause when I was a kid, Star Wars movies were coming out, right? The original trilogy started when I was like seven. And so for me, there was not much time before start. I think the prequels probably what got me into the movies as much as anything else did. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, I'm seven. These movies are coming out. But playing the video games on top of having these movies come out, it was like, cool, Star Wars, rad. Yeah, which that's part of why I wanted to know what you thought about it, because it was like, are the movies a big enough part of the Star Wars franchise to have made an impact on the value? Because that's like always been known that that's the biggest part. The biggest part of Star Wars is like the toys and the games and stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. all the extra stuff. Yeah, that's why it's worth billions, not the movies. Right. Leia dies because she's sad. Padme dies. Padme dies because she's sad. She's lost the will to live. I hate that that robot doctor has a normal voice. (laughs) Medically, she's fine. Don't talk like you're a robot. (laughs) Yeah. You need to have a robot voice. Medically. She is fine. You know, something like that. Like, just have, give some guy a list of words to read. Like, take his, all those, jumble them up, have him just read the words, and then assemble it and yeah. have that be the line. Don't talk in a normal voice. C-3PO doesn't talk in a normal voice, and he's a protocol droid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's whatever. Fine. Luke and Leia, we did it. You know, we we did the full circle thing. The whole point was uh, Anakin's Darth Vader. Luke and Leia exist. Um, it's fine. They go to separate places. I guess that makes it more sneaky, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, I t- I love this part about. <laughs> I told this to Tiffany when this happened. I was like, okay, so this is what happened, right? You got twins, boy girl, mm-hmm. and then the king of a sophisticated, fancy, peaceful, you know, the garden of Eden planets. Like we've been thinking about adapting. Let's take the girl. And then they're like, let's send the boy to hell. I know. That's exactly. I had the same thought. I was like, (laughs) you, you can go to the beautiful mountainside, you know, kingdom peace planet and you get to go to dirt world. (laughs) But then on top of that, that place where he's, his grandma was slaughtered yeah. you know, and kidnapped and, you know, the dad lost his leg and, uh, you know, his dad was a slave as a child. That's where he belongs. So it's like one of them like, oh, he can go with his adoptive, whatever, you know, his step family. Yeah. You can go with a king. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you guys. But then on top of that, they're like. All right, this guy, she's got, you know, a whole planet to protect her and their military. She'll probably be fine. It's not like if they wanted to, they could just sweep. They could they could never just like destroy the whole planet. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, who's going to protect Obi-Wan? You go to protect the boy. You live on Tatooine. It's got to be secret because if they find out you're there, they'll be like, something's here. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody. And Bale's like, got it. All right, Leia, here's the deal. Obi-Wan, a Jedi who trained Darth Vader, 
is protecting something real important on Tatooine. Don't tell anybody. And Leia, as a child, is like, okay. <laughs> and then her first move when they're in trouble is, I need to call the guy that nobody's supposed to know he exists. Yeah. They're bad at this. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're bad at being sneaky. Oh, yeah. Yoda's the only one who did it right. <laughs> Went to a planet no one would ever want to go to. Yeah. And vibed. Just sat there and he's like, what's this? I don't know. I'm going to smoke it. <laughs> and I'm going to go crazy. Oh, man. And Yoda's like, don't worry. Obi-Wan got special mission for you. Go find Qui-Gon. He's, he found a way to be immortal. Like, All right, come on. You don't just... Is that the Blue Force Ghost thing? Yes. I, I didn't realize that later. I'm like, you can't just... Okay, I understand you're looping things around. That is one... We talked about this before, but some things in Star Wars Universe you don't need to explain. They're better that way. Yeah. The Force Ghost thing... I would say that's one of them. <laughs> I don't think you need because you can't just be like Quagon is still alive. Well, he's a Force Ghost. You're like that's different. <laughs> I I would argue that's a different thing. One, two. Why do you have to explain that? Three. You never pay it off because Quagon's never anywhere. Which is I funny. think they filmed the cameo. Yeah, but they never did it because I remember he was like it was a big thing that he had been. He was like on the cast list of the film or something like mm-hmm. that. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, they're bringing Qui-Gon back. And everybody's like, how? I remember, and I'm like, there's Force Ghosts. Ghosts. He's a Jedi Master. Yeah. So. He could probably swing it. Anyway, I didn't like it. It was like, oh, we did it. You know, gotta, gotta, they just threw that in there, whatever. Yeah. All right. I have two, two fun facts I've not yet shared. Give them to me. Number one, Aiden Christensen, not Panettiere, put on 24 pounds for this movie. Because, you know, remember he was shirtless for two seconds? Oh, yeah. He got muscly, like all jacked. He looks amazing. In yeah. That shot, though. Oh, yeah. It is worth it. Do you see how buff he is? Yeah, he's pretty buff. He got a robot hand and he's like holding his head. It's like, oh, you know, his robot arm looks so cool. Daddy. Darth Daddy. Am I right? No, that's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan's daddy one. Can know. Um, okay. <laughs> Second one. They showed the movie, you know, some psychologists saw this movie and they're like, oh, yeah, Anakin has borderline personality disorder. I was like, oh, all right, cool, <laughs> which made me mad. It made me real. That was the note that made me mad. I'm like, don't justify it. <laughs> like, don't come in and tell me that clinically that's how someone with borderline personality disorder acts. I am offended is bad writing. Don't tell me that it's don't tell me that it's scientifically accurate and you're making me upset. <laughs> they're like <"Is- laughs> okay tell me it's just like you're talking about like them saying that and you're saying is bad writing it is bad writing can i just can't share with you some of the some of the deleted scenes that made me go like i hate this movie i hate everything that george lucas does ever now uh-huh. <laughs> okay so you know they get into the elevator right yeah. and it's like all right you know they're having little quippies back and forth yep they do that and there's droids in the elevator and they're like freeze jedi and then they kill the droids yeah in the deleted scene mm-hmm. anakin turns to obi-wan after they do it and he goes roger roger <laughs> you know <laughs> 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 and, and obi-wan 
goes, Roger. And they like start laughing. And I'm like, one, I love it. Two, I hate it more than anything else. Also, they have Anakin speak droid, which is amazing. Oh, I've seen that scene. I forgot about Where he's that. like, beep, boing. it does the beep sound effect. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't go the whole series like he understands R2 and then be like, the translator's not working. Do you know what he's saying? I think I know. It's like, no, no, he understands R2. You oh cannot say that he now does not understand R2. Oh, that is amazing. All right. There's so many quips, and I hate them all. Oh, yeah. Borderline personality disorder. Just a quick rundown of it. A mental disorder characterized by unstable moods, behavior, and relationships. Cause of borderline personality disorder isn't well understood. Diagnosis is made upon symptoms. So there you go. What if you were taken as like a child by us? Oh, I have more. Society of Warrior Monks? Oh, go. <laughs> well, let me tell you about this. Here's, here's another list of symptoms. I like this one even better. Symptoms include emotional instability, feelings of worthlessness, insecurity, impulsivity, and impaired social relationships. Ticked off every box, I think, except for worthlessness. I think uh, definitely insecurity. It's all, it's all right there. Yeah. Or you could say he feels worthless. That's why he overcompensates by trying to say that he's worth something. Mm-hmm. He's worth literally throw him a bone, anything. I just he I wants this one thing. I didn't like. I guess what I don't like about it is Obi Wan. You know they have that understanding where they're like, "You saved my butt so many times. Thank you. Take the W on this one. You did a great job. I love you. You're my brother." To they don't talk for two or three days, and Anakin's like, "The Jedi Order evil. Obi Wan, I gotta kill you." <laughs> it's like Obi Wan's even like, "Don't do this. I love you." You know, and he's just like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> and again, yeah. I don't know. I just hate that they're like, "Look, the brotherly bond is coming to a peak in this movie." You're like, "No, it's not." We're, we're, you missed two days. I missed two phone calls, and now uh, we're murdering each other. Yeah, it was a bummer. I uh, I would have preferred, honestly. Oh, in the in my remakes here, if they had left it more in a, you know, in the in my remakes, right? Anakin's been backed into a corner by the Jedi, right? So he's like. He he's paranoid at this point. He's like, you're here, your plot. Like, there's you're on the council. Mace, who I thought we were friends, he already tried to kill me. And he's like hesitant to fight him. And there's like a lot more talking back and forth, which everyone would hate. It's like the departed. Yes. But have like Obi-Wan kind of stab him in the back a little bit. Mm. And him be like, all right. Maybe you're right. You know, you go, I'll go. We won't kill each other. And then have Obi-Wan do something like real, like oh, that's questionable. Yeah. And that's how he ends up all burned and everything. Mm-hmm. Rather than him be like, I could jump over you. <laughs> yeah. I've jumped 30 feet into the air. Let me barely jump seven feet into yeah. the air. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and I would, how much better would that have been though? If it had been like, oh, Anakin was, there like, was an actual betrayal or yeah. an actual like, conflict between the two of them instead of just yeah have both like, here it's time to fight yeah like oh anakin's like put drops down his lightsaber and then obi-wan like cuts his hand off and kick, cuts his legs off or something yeah. kicks him into the lava and then like walks away and it's like oh 
Anakin was going to be like, whatever, we're done with this. And Obi-Wan did the bad thing. Yeah, that would be interesting. And finally, too, it's another example. You got to be a finisher. You got to finish him. Especially in the Star Wars universe. Double tap. You got. Yeah, you can't leave him dying by the side of the lava. You have to kill him. He couldn't bring himself to kill him. And I'm thinking like, dude, if Cody... If I ever go Sith, and we all know of the two of us, I'm the one turning into a Sith. I'm the one going nuts. Yeah. And killing all the babies. Yeah. And you have me by lava dying. I've caught on fire. I'm dying. Which apparently you could survive, mm-hmm. according to the tech people that we watched the whole documentary on. Force push me into the lava. Yeah. End yeah. it. Okay. Better yet. Just just kill me with the lightsaber. Quick and clean. Don't leave me to de- to suffocate to right. death on noxious fumes by the lava. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. Just, and and mm. I would like to bring... You're talking about you're some alternate, alternate ways to do this movie. I'm going to bring it back one more ultimate way. All right? <gasps> yes. And I'm going to loop back in the our favorite analogy. The Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton. Okay? Yes. We have a love triangle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. All right, we're going to do a Fantastic Beast thing. Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Padme and Anakin, right? Anakin is pansexual, okay? <laughs> he okay. develops uh, develops a thing with his wife, right? But then, nope, on the side, he has conflicted feelings about Obi-Wan, all right? Maybe they hooked up once. I don't know. I'm just saying, there could have been a deeper connection and betrayal happening there in their in this in this Monica Lewinsky Hillary Clinton style love triangle. You know what I'm saying? The triangle, yes. Right. See, there's yeah. other way other ways to do it. Yeah. So uh let's see another movie. Uh where does it stack for you? <laughs> and where does the lightsaber fight stack up to? I think I like this one more than duel, like the Darth Maul duel. Mm-hmm. This is probably my favorite lightsaber fight. Them, you know, mm-hmm. Obi Wan, Anakin. Yeah, it's the bomb.com. Don't get me wrong. It definitely it's evolving. I mean, this is like the last lightsaber fight George Lucas does, right? In yeah. Canada, in his part of direct, of you know writing and directing the movies. So I do think it kind of you know they did do the thing where it's like oh they're swinging around and there's he had better use like thematic elements in the fight. Yeah. And that way it was starting. Cause like, while the duel of the fates episode one is a cool fight. It is a little bit more straightforward and less like cinematically intense. So in that way, I guess this one would edge it out a little bit. Yeah. Which something that's interesting that I thought was, uh, I think it's a difference in how George Lucas looked at the lightsaber fights versus how they're looked at by the newer Mm-hmm. fight masters or whatever choreographs them yeah where he i think i think it was he said it or some one of his like sword masters is that they were i think that's what they're like in the thing yeah as whatever he said that he thought of them as like how the samurai would fight with their swords where there wasn't like this like long like back and forth it was like hit hit one of you is dead you know, like it didn't take long for one of them to die. Yeah. And it was usually like as they drew their sword, one of them was going to be too a little bit too slow and dies. Mm-hmm. So that's like how he thought of it, where it was a lot of like 
you clash and then you back up and like kind of try to use your environment or something like you're not constantly fighting yeah um whereas the newer guys are like oh let's do it like we're here sword for fight. fights yeah like a yeah. sword fight where it's like you're you could like be fighting all day long yeah but it does kind of say something to where why you know i think there's ever there's only ever like four or five hits in a row in any of his fights before yeah. there's something happens something happens to separate them because mm-hmm. in his mind the fight couldn't go longer than that yeah so i like the newer fights better i like yeah. this movie <sighs> search your feelings i like they say that way too many times in this they're like search your feelings it's this way use your feelings we're not supposed to have feelings so okay episode one two three rank them there's your feelings two one three for yeah. worst to best um i just didn't like one so much <laughs> but two is so bad but i did like two more this time around there were redeeming factors of two but the stupid romance i don't know where i said i i do want to say like two one three as well but one was a drag it was yeah. slow. It was like, if it weren't for Duel of the Face, I think it would be the worst one. Yeah, I can see that because I like the politics kind of stuff of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the politics in this one is weaker than in the first one. I feel like if two's ending lightsaber fight was good, like Duel of the Fates, then two would definitely edge out one. But now I'm not even sure. Yeah. So... I have a question for you. I have a rebuttal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, well, actually, I have two questions. One, are we going to officially enter Obi-Wan Kenobi into your your Hall of Daddies? What was it called? I don't know. Where you had your daddy of the week or something? Yeah, no, he's a daddy. Okay. I would agree with that. That's good. That's good. I wanted to get that out of the way and official. Two, would you be mad if they announced tomorrow that they are remaking the, that they're, Disney has decided to take the prequels, wipe them out from they're now in the legends category. They're not canon and they're going to remake them. I don't be mad at all. No. Why would I be mad? What if they did it worse? What if they made them even worse? I'd be surprised because even Sheev is back. Even the things I don't like about the new, the late, the last trilogy they did. I still think having watched this original trilogy, I still think all three of those movies are better than all three of these movies. Yeah. You know, as many problems as I had with The Last Jedi, not The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker is still better than these. Yeah. With the exception of these have some, I think some of the light, some of the lightsaber fighting is better in these than is in Rise of Skywalker. But I love the lightsaber fighting in episode seven and eight. So, so, Nine let me down and a little shrug. bit, but there are some good, you know, the things like the shrug with it. But anyway, that's uh, I wouldn't be mad at all. They're not gonna do a worse job because they've got the machine going. Yeah, and the machine can make mistakes, but it's not gonna make mistakes on the same. They're not gonna. They've learned their lesson, and they're Disney's learned their lesson. 
They're not going to do the George Lucas where it's like, yeah, you do whatever you want. They're not going to, it's the same lesson in with John Carter and uh, all the other movies they made the mistake with. Yeah. <laughs> where it's just, they're not going to do that again. They're not going to say, you've got all power of everything. Yeah. For better or for worse. Because really that can go great if you pick the right director, but they're, they're not going to do that. Although you never know. The Rooster Brothers, they, they wrote the Endgame strip themselves on the air gapped computer and they had a lot of say in that you know right yeah and they directed it but that's the thing they need to learn you can't hand it over to jj abrams you can't hand it over to ryan johnson you need a pair of brothers i propose you haven't seen any other movies i don't think the safety brothers all right super alternative super indie uncut gems good time those two movies the great robert pattinson performance it's raw. It's real. They got Adam Sandler to give a good performance in a crazy movie. All right? They, they're not going to make the mistake of George Lucas if I didn't do enough directing to the actors. Are they super alternative? Sure. But pff, the Rooster Brothers get a, a movies that... Give the Safty brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, that's, that's the move. Get a couple really good indie filmmakers and be like, all right, your brothers, you know, I'm just saying you can't give the power to one. You need a dyad, okay? <laughs> you need someone to have the power, someone to crave the power. I think the Safty brothers are in. Yeah. So yeah, if they gave this trilogy to the Safty brothers, I'm all about it. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think they'll remake. And Adam Sandler can be in it. Do you Adam think- Sandler can be the chancellor. <gasps> the do you think they'll gems and you don't know. <laughs> do you think they'll ever remake the prequel trilogy? Because it really is just like a, a stain on everything. I know that Disney is remaking everything. They remade Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella and Mulan and all those. Yeah. Can you remake an iconic trilogy though? I'm trying to think, what if they rebooted like that? You know, like will they ever really will they ever remake Lord of the Rings? Lord if the, you won no. that many Oscars, you know, yeah. if you have the guy, the original creator, George Lucas, who made the original trilogy, because if you remake the prequels, are you like, are you gonna remake the original trilogy? And if the I answer is no, then why are you gonna remake the I don't know if you can. I think you can take the Star Wars universe. I think you can expand on it. I think you can do a series on Obi-Wan, a series on Boba Fett. I think you can do that. I don't know if you can remake the nine movie Star Wars saga. It's there, right? And it was made over such a broad period of time. That's the thing is the only thing I could see them remaking is the The prequels because they were so unsatisfactory compared to the other two trilogies. Yeah. And I couldn't. That's the thing is like. If I was them, I would have kind of like sent out the feelers, you know, like maybe drop some rumors to some people. See what to see what the pulse is. Yeah. On like the fan, on the fandom right after they bought it just to be like, you know, everyone who's in the movies is still young enough that we can just get the same people and like. Not necessarily remake them, but be like, hey, we're going to re. We're going to make the story seem more. We're going to take out the pieces. Everybody's like, the F is this? And like take into account some of the things that fans like books did and that kind of stuff. And like kind of work all the stuff they've done in like Rebels and yeah, Blood Wars and take all this stuff that everybody loves, focus the movies more on that. So really just kind of like, 
focus it a little bit more because mm-hmm. everyone was still young enough when they first bought Star Wars that they could have just used the same cast. Except for with the first one. But we didn't need that. We didn't need little Anakin back anyway. You just CG him in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think they would do it. I could see him doing it in like when we're grandparents. But yeah. I think the original trilogy. I'm, I'm trying to think of other series. They've like, oh, we've totally rebooted the whole series. What are some examples of that? Batman. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but nothing that's not like had a history of being rebooted. But like the other example I would give is like you would never remake Lord of the Rings unless it's like a hundred years after the movie was made, you know? Right. But in ten years, I could see them being like, "We're gonna make another Hobbit movie and do it as like one or two movies." But then, yeah, definitely. Then again, A Star Is Born has been made four different times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's not an icon. It's not a trilogy. It's not a series. Yeah. So I guess you're right. I can't. That's the thing. It's not even just like a series. Like we're going to reboot the series. Like this is a, tr- this is three sets of trilogies. There's nine episodes. Are we redoing all of them? Just the first three? Yeah. Can you even touch the original ones? I think you would kill the franchise if you did that. Yeah. Cause even Disney, yeah, they're remaking everything, but it's the excuse is, oh, it's from a cartoon to live action. Yeah. And it's just one movie. You know, none of those are series. I, I could see the only it's way I could question. see them doing the whole nine saga is like. Years later, like when we're parents or grandparents, you know, and they like make a a big budget show out of the. Skywalker saga, the nine movies. Yeah. Are you saying they would do like three seasons of 10 episodes? Yeah. And each season would be one of the trilogies, the events of one of the trilogies? Yeah. Something that like could that. be cool. They would have to change mediums probably to remake the whole. Yeah. I mean, that's what thing. Lord of the Rings is doing, right? They're like, we want to do Lord of the Rings stuff. Obviously, we can't just redo the movies, but we can do stuff in that universe and we can do it as a, a big budget premiere TV series, limited, limited, limited series. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. But I mean, because TV is going so much that way, that would be cool. I also feel like if you did it, you'd have to get some kind of like how Marvel has someone to give consistency to the writing. You'd have to do that. Where it's like, well, they've got that. Oh, gosh, he's got he's got, he's got such a dumb job title. He's like the Dave Fellini. Fellini? I can't remember. It's some Kathleen Kennedy or some nerd that's supposed to know everything about Star Wars, both the legends and canon. And they're like, he's they're like the keeper of the holocron or something like that. Yeah. It's their job title. Right. And they're like, anything you put in your movie, you have to run by them and they have to. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they could do it where it's like, okay, we're doing each season. Each trilogy is a season. We're going to do the same director for each series, but different direct. I feel like you almost have to do it that way where it's like, okay, we can't have one guy do all of this. This is too much for one dude. But we can get, you know, it's like, okay, these two guys are the writers, but the directors can help write and get some writing. You know, so just like, okay, these are the mainstay writers for the whole series, but the directors will help write their episodes and these directors will do this season these directors this you know i'm i almost feel like you have to make it a group effort yeah that's like what mandalorian was right you have to manage it with the group effort while all you know while also giving some individual control to give it like its own panache or flavor for that yeah isn't that what mandalorian did because like kevin feige not kevin feige dave florin kathleen 
the, Happy from Iron Man. <laughs> What's his name? John Favreau. John Favreau. He's like, I'm going to direct the first one. I'm going to be like the one of the main writers and executive producers on yeah. it. So he's like in it, involved in like co-directing every episode. But there's different directors for each episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because they had like Tekka Watiti do an episode. But that's also TV goes, right? Yeah. So you either have... You can have a director of the whole series, or it can also be like, oh, yeah, we've got this guy doing two, three episodes, this person doing one or two episodes. Yeah. That's pretty common for TV. Yeah. You know, one day, maybe. That's so, so in the future, Cody. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, it's another lifetime. Yeah. We're it's probably, for our grand, you know, it's for our grandchildren to know and, and yeah. uh, love. So many episodes of the podcast between now and then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to do some different stories. I'm happy we're out of this stage and moving on to the next one. Yeah, I'm interested to see because it's been a while since I've seen the original trilogy. So I'm excited yeah. to see. But I guess we're we're watching them in chronological order, right? Oh so, yeah. yeah. So let so make solo next. Solo and then Rogue One. Then Rogue One. All right. Now we're you're out. We're doing we're it. out and that you know. It's yeah. happening. We're in the outer rim now. Yeah. We're not even we're not even touching the Skywalkers for a couple episodes. That's gonna be weird. Oh yeah. Probably for the best. We get to see some cool Darth Vader stuff though. Some bad CG oh. faces. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh no, I'm not ready <laughs> get them. excited about I'm not ready for them. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, we're, I mean, until we until we come out with our next episode, you know, Cody, where can people find us and where could they tweet at us? We're called Opinion Havers. Opinion Havers. Or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, Opinion Havers. Everywhere. You can <laughs> yell at us on Twitter at Opinion Havers or Facebook at Opinion Havers or post a picture and tag us at Opinion Havers on Instagram, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, there. We love us for our hot takes. Hot Thanks takes. for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. It's like exactly the same runtime as the movie. Just yeah. nailed it. Nailed it.